Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello again guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening or good night and welcome to 2022 and the very first episode of the broadcast for the year. My name is Thomas and joining me as always is my brother in crime, he's your bro, he's my bro too, give it up for L. Hello everyone and happy 2022 to all. Tom, how are you? Bro, I'm going good, I'm just about to crock a my pop roll well, i was gonna say popper but it's my proper 12 whiskey i'm gonna have a bit of a whiskey tonight for this show just to kick off the year and it's one of my very christmas nice. presents as well so yeah very, very nice good i remember you, uh, i think the last time we saw one another was actually on new year's eve and uh you were having a few few that you're throwing a few of those back then so that's good man good on you and i would say i've slept really well don't wake up hungover you put your ass to sleep yeah well yeah yeah, yeah true there we go yeah but look, cool. I've only got I've only got that much left now. Look how much I've been having over the last few weeks. That, that's good for a podcast. What? How long have we been doing this show now? This is year number six. Yeah, it's six years of doing podcasting. Can you see? Look, look. It's a podcast, Tom. People can't see. Maybe one day I might put this clip up of just me holding up to proper twelve. So you you could do that. You didn't show the label or, or anything, so that you know you won't get in trouble for it. Shout out there to Con McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Who the f- is this guy? <laughs> well, oddly enough, you're having a drink tonight. I'd like just pretty much like to announce that we are nearly. Um, how long are we into this year? We are like 13, two weeks into the 2022, and I even even touched a drop of alcohol. Have you been working though, or? I have been working heaps. But I normally, back in the day, I mean, like, normally during Christmas time and New Year's time, there's that break, which just almost feels like it's a Saturday every day. It's just feeling just leading up to New Year's, and then New Year's hits, and then bang, there we are. But then I just, yeah, I just during that time, I, that's the island of old would drink himself silly almost every night. He would have a few drinks, have a lot to eat. And this time around, I've just felt like, no, I don't want to really do that. So, you know, your boy right here has been getting up in the mornings and going for walks and um, trying to 
doing more barbecuing and just, just enjoying life. But yeah, just oddly enough, just you know, sort of ha- times have changed in the six years of podcasting with you. You're starting off the year with our very first episode of 2022 with a few drinks. With me over here, I'm boring as batshit with a bowl of water. Usually you have Coke Zero, now you've gone to the water elf. I do have a can with me, a, a can of Coke. I'm in an hour about having it. We'll just see how we go. Oh, look out, put some beam in it, Al. Come on. Uh, I don't even have beam. I don't have whiskey in the house. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, do you want to put on some TNA Slammiversary or... Okay, well... That's the only time I think I'll probably... There would, if you want to go back and have me drink and get absolutely sloshed off me titties, then put, let's watch some more TNA. Here's the funny are, thing. You yeah. said something at the end of last year's episode. You said, oh, Tom, and crazy to think that we've done this entire year online. And then I thought, wait a minute. Not only was last year online, but all yes. of the year before was online. Yes. So like, all, we, did, uh, we did all of 2020 and 2020 online. The only episode we did in person was the first show of 2020, the Royal Rumble 2015. I went back and listened to it when you posted it up and with all the other podcasts I listened to and then now listening back to it I was like oh, you, you, you're, you're an idiot because I said to myself I'm like no that's true and I'm like we of all 2021 did not meet up once to record the mm. show it was all from our personal offices from our homes and such we did talk about though Alan did pop around as he said before New Year's and I was gonna we, tro- we we're gonna do a spa show but you know the missus was there, I, and I, she would have been, what are you doing? And we were, no, oh, no, no, she wouldn't have. She would be all up for it, knowing your missus. What about yours, then? Yeah, she'd be up. She would just be like, just go. Do what you do. I'm going to take the kid home. Bye-bye. Do you want to come over now and do it? And the spa's hot. It's on 40 at the moment. Now, here's the thing for you, bro. I can't. Because in my current housing place, where I'm living right now, I can't leave my house for another three to four days. Someone in this house that I'm currently at has COVID. And we found out on the Sunday. So for the past couple of days, we, uh, my family and my partner and my kid have not been able to leave the house. You, everyone was hoping for a broadcast hub tub um, sort of stream and podcast. Uh, apologies in advance. That will not be happening tonight. Well, we can always do it in February. Yes, that is a grand idea. We, before, well, I think we should probably get it in before it gets really, really like cold again. Well, I thought we could do it even April, May, because it's really hot water though. So even though you're, you're cold on the upper, the lower part would be nice and warm. It's like being a, wanna... Swedish, a Swedish tub, you know, because it's just you feel it all around you, all the surroundings. So I, I yeah. don't want to be coming out of the spot and catching hypothermia at twelve or one o'clock or two, twelve o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, and freeze my boobs up. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I like the idea. <laughs> if we do it a day one, that would be fantastic. But if it's a nighttime one, I'm, I'm not up for that. Sorry. Well, how you going? Are you feeling sick or are you just the close contact? Oh. Yeah. Yes, I was a close contact. I'm actually in the house. I'm actually feeling great, feeling good. Uh, the only downfall is not being able to leave the house. They do say you can go for walks for one hour. Mm. And uh, I've been trying to get that in as much as I can. But most of the time, it's just... Uh, luckily, there is things like, luckily for us today, uh, which I would imagine is a very typical for the older generation now, 
that we have video game systems, we have iPads, mm. we have computers, we have books. Oh, I mean, everyone's every generation has had books, but something that we can continue justly to keep ourselves busy. So luckily for me, I've been able to do that a lot. There's a lot of distraction, but um, yeah, this is this is the first time ever too. You'll find this very funny as well too. Just because uh, we haven't had a chance to catch up to do our shows, I actually went for my very first COVID test a few weeks ago too. I had to get the old swab in the mouth and the swab up the nose, and that was entertaining because I'm trying to be the big tough man here. My partner and I have gone together together, and um, I'm, she's experienced as me. She's like, "Yep, yeah, this is my sixth time doing it." I went, "Oh wow." Um, how many times? She already knows. I'm like, this is my first time. So we go down to the place. They do the whole check-in. You know, here's your code. But you know, mm. sit down, wait for your turn. And so um, I'm sitting there, feeling all right. Got my mask on, and I call up my number. So I come up, and there's this sweet young girl in front of me. She goes, "Hi, okay. I'm just gonna put this." She shows me the swab. I'm like, I'm gonna do this right now. And she was sweet as anything, because I remember back in the day, I've heard many stories where people have had some very, well, maybe frustrated nurses who have been working, mm. like, long-ass days, which is understandable, and they were extremely grumpy. And all they really wanted to do was just, like, down the throat, up the nose, get the hell out, next person. Well, this person, which I had, I was very lucky, was very sweet. So she comes up to me first, and she goes, all right, we're just going to do your, your, your mouth now. And I'm like, yeah, no problems, get on you. And she puts it in, and I went, I put my hand on my chest. Just that big, tough man act that I had came, it had just melted away. I went, oh, my goodness. And I'm struggling, trying to be all macho here, and it did not work. So I got the hand on the chest. She goes, are you okay? I went, yeah, I'm I'm fine. She goes, okay, just going to do the nose now. And she went up there, tickled, went on the other Mm. nostril, tickled, and put it in. goes, thanks very much. I've got tears coming down my eyes. Mm-hmm. I go to get a tissue, shoving it up my, you know, up my nose, over my mask, over my eyes, and trying to cover my eyes up. And as I'm walking out, away from my partner, she comes out, and she looked like she was making it happen. Just calm, cool, and collected. And here's little dick me over here going, Hi, oh, I want to go lay down now. I was violated <laughs> by a very sweet girl. So, yeah. That's what's been going on in my universe. That's crazy that it's it's been two years into COVID. You've only ever had one test. I have been very fortunate yeah. that I have not been close contact with anybody that's mm. had it. Which, you know, I think most of the time I think people say like, oh, you know, maybe you have. And I'm like, maybe you have, have you haven't. Mm. But it's the contact tracing that everyone has on their phones right now, especially down here in Australia. If I, that's how that we knew, because we went to a, a local shopping center, mm. and it popped up on my actual phone and my partner's phone saying, "Yes, this particular place you were at, there was a person there with COVID," and we were, mm. "All right, there we go. We're going to go and get it tested." And this is during that near that Christmas time where everything down here, especially in Melbourne, was completely mental. Yeah. Where we had long, long lines, people trying to get in. Uh, very uh, luckily for us. We drove over to an area where I know quite well. We went up there. We were able to get in there under an hour, which was fantastic. Well, I've only ever had it twice. My partner's twice. I think my daughter's had it three. 
And I think my two sons, Jack, has actually, hasn't have it done yet. Matt's had it twice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. We've yeah, we've known no one that's actually been a contact, but we've had had a scare at the school. Yes. Uh, at least definitely to it. Yes. You know, you could just see it as a cough and a cold, a bit of a sore throat, and then you know, you keep it your Panadol, your Nurofen. Oh, I feel great. Like we all could have had it. It's just that there's the really severe cases, and I think we've seen the Omicron variant. And I've got my what my booster shot coming up. I think on the 31st of Jan. I think my wife's on the same day as I, and then we're looking to get our kids for that, I think, in early February as they go back to school. Now, well, but you're feeling good, though, yourself? I am. I'm feeling good, but it's just the... Uh, I luckily, I, these three to four days can hurry the F up because I am ready mm. to leave the house. And oh, how's the shit. person that's got it in the house? How are they going? Uh, not well. Mm. Not well, and they've got the new variant. And right. uh, they're, they're isolated into one room, and, uh, yeah... Today is not a good day. Mm. If you need me to come and be a nurse, I'm happy to come be a nurse and you know, stuff like that. So You're not allowed in the house. You won't be allowed to come in the house. You don't have a PhD. You don't have a nursing degree. No, well, I'll, I'll wear one of those masks and the visor one too then. I'll wear that. The, vi- the visor? You mean like the, the big circle thing? Well, are you, you going to no, be no, a dentist, like, no, are you? No. Well, no, I've seen people wearing that full visor one at the moment, the big plastic oh, the see-through mask. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. sorry, I really thought of... Um, his name Steve Martin out of the little shop of horrors. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, like a visor as in a tennis visor, but let's not talk about the tennis guys in Australia, you know, with people coming Sorry. over here and causing all this stuff. So, yeah. Frank, i got no time for people who like tennis. If you like tennis and you are listening to us, you're a snobby prick, okay? <laughs> and I, if I'm alienating people out there who actually like, I like all sports, and if you like tennis, yeah, go away. Just turn this off. I'm not. Uh, I haven't got time for you. We we suddenly get a big loss of followers. Yeah, <laughs> we just we, we might, but we might gain followers. I don't know. So yeah, we have people. We have the um, the alliance of people who love te- of, uh, who love tennis. Just completely just cut us off. And then we have another alliance who are against tennis people, people and tennis. Before we actually kick into announcing what our show will be, we want to actually talk about our socials. So if you do want to engage with us on the social media networks, you can on the Instagram page at the broadcast. T H E B R. Alan's yawning. Come on, bro. It's nine forty-six. What are you doing? I've been up early. Sorry. <sighs> they can't do. hear me. You didn't have to say I was I, yawning. I could hear you. I could hear you yawning. I could hear. The... <sighs> I heard the noise yeah. effect, Del. No, nah, you didn't. You didn't. You, it's you all in your head. Up. You give us our socials now. Yes, we're at the broadcast on Twitter. At the broadcast, we've got the capital T, the B, and the K. TBK. Yes, you can find me as Alan Ross eighty four at TBK. You can find me there now. I have an interesting uh, profile picture, and I've got next to my name are a couple of um, very naughty monkeys right there. So I have not been on Twitch or YouTube. Uh, since the new year, so it's been about two weeks. I'm going to try to get back on there and do some more gaming. Thank you for people who jumped in to a few of my streams last year. I really appreciate you people coming in and just in- watching me gameplay. I really appreciate it, but I'm going to try to do some more, hopefully soon. Good job, Al. And where can we find you? You can find me at Mr. Underscore MMA Action, because that was my old podcast I used to run that I haven't ran in... Jesus, it feels like five years now, so I kept the Twitter up there, but you can check me out at that. But if you go to our Twitter page, as Alan just said, uh, 
the broadcast, you'll see our individual uh, Twitter accounts. Now, this is actually episode 121 of the broadcast podcast. We did, I think, over nearly 30 episodes last year, guys, in the online format. I think we kicked off the year in the 80s and finished off in 120. So it was a pretty mm-hmm. big year for us, and we've got a, a great lineup of actual shows uh, for this year. We decided to do something a bit different to kick off 2022, and that was actually going back to polls. And that's how we actually used to decide our old shows back in, like, 2017, 2018, when we first started doing the Hashtag Wrestling Companion. So I went to Alan and said, Al, Royal Rumble season's coming up. I want you yep. to choose four personal Royal Rumbles that you like. Yep. And if you actually checked out our Twitter, guys, for the last 24 hours, we had an online poll, which yes. featured the Rumble of 1998, 2003, 2006, and 2009. Al, why did you choose those ones? Uh, different variations. Uh, 1998 is a fantastic uh, show. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's just on the cusp of the Attitude Era starting properly. Mm. I mean, yes, we've done shows from 1997. Yes, we've done some shows, one show from 1998. That's a particular favourite one that I've went for. Um, there's a lot of variety in this show, in that show particularly. Uh, especially going back to old school, some new school. We even, there's even some little people wrestling, which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not talking about Rey Mysterio. I'm talking about there's some proper little people wrestling there on the show. 2003, I think it was just, I think it was at a time where we knew that the Attitude Era was sort of ending and the sort of new, the, the new stars were arriving. Yeah. Yeah, and there was a well, bit of a it was it was the year of the ruthless aggression, really, yes, because it was it was really the end of the Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and people like that. So yes, yeah. uh, they were that was a lot of fun, um, and particularly I think it was because it was Brock Lesnar taking out the Undertaker in that last match, which mm. was fantastic, uh, and then there was the Scott Steiner and Triple H match on that card too which was the body showdown where Triple H was trying to be a strong man mm. and he went all bronzy and had a pose down with Steiner, which was um, good time, yeah. Then we had, sorry, you had 2006. Uh, that one was the Rey Mysterio uh, winning the Rumble, which was a lot of fun. And on the poster, it's Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon, Linda McMahon, and Stephanie McMahon all looking like people from the Greeks' time. Vince mm. is putting up one thumb, thumbs down, and, and that was a fun show too. But it actually ends purely Kurt Angle and Mark Henry for the Heavyweight Championship and the return of The Undertaker. And then John Cena and Edge, of course, in that match as well too. And the most terrifying match of them all, the Boogeyman and John Bradshaw Layford for a, a minute and 54 seconds. And I think from memory, that was even around the time period where Jillian had the thing eaten off her face from Boogeyman. It, that's actually the match. Mm. That is actually that night where the Boogeyman ripped it off her face, the tumour thing, that, the growth on her face, and he mm. ate it. And then we have 2009. So the ruthless aggression has gone now too. This is where it's coming. A lot of the young, upcoming superstars 
ends with uh, Randy Orton winning the Royal Rumble against uh, Triple H. Edge, and at this time, Jeff Hardy is the actual WWE champion. Well, that's the one when Matt Hardy turned on Jeff. Yes, it is. And helped Edge uh, become the champion. And Jack Swagger and Matt Hardy wrestle for the WCW championship. Well, so ECW. Well, ECW, sorry, yeah, because the heavyweight championship match for that was Bradshaw, Layfield, and John Cena. But I watched that, though. I watched that the end of the day, and that, that yeah. whole show is, is built about Orton winning. Like, even the promos, it's like, yeah, Orton's going to go over. And what was cool is that when Orton won, you're under the impression that Orton's going to take on a champion of his choosing. Yes. But eventually, he actually took on Hunter at Mania because Hunter won the title at No Way Out the next month. And then he had Orton versus Triple H in the main event. I think it was WrestleMania 25, but it featured all the McMahons involved and what is it? Stephanie got DDT'd and Shane got punted and Vince got punted. And that's probably my favorite year of Randy Orton was the 2009 year. It, this is the wacky Orton. Yeah. Well, a bit, bit of a crazy dude. And um, I think after he DDT'd um, Stephanie, he because Triple H was handcuffed to the actual uh, mm. ropes, he goes down and you think, oh, what's he going to do to her? And he just sniffs her hair and walks away. Mm. It's like, dirty man. So what are we doing tonight, El? We're going back to 1998, guys. I'm happy that with 1998 actually got doing because this is a fun show. There's some stuff in this that um, doesn't really hold up too well in uh, 2022. If you're a, a work-minded person, who you, uh, you go back and look at this stuff and go, oh, okay, that, that was that was allowed to be televised. Yes, this show was at a different time. A lot of things were kind of controversial here, and loud, and as it was controversial, controversial creates cash, and people gravitated to it, and that's why. So we're going to see some signs on this show tonight, guys. It's very much like, oh, okay. Mm. Yes, we did chat offline just before we actually hit record about a couple of things that I discovered recently on the network that made me go, wow, how did, how did that happen then, and how is that still available on the network now? But in terms of how the poll went, so 2009 and 2006 were 19%, 2003 was 13%, and Rumble 98 on 49%. So thank you, everyone, on our official Twitter page for your follows and downloads on different streams, but also thank you for voting in that poll. And it might be something that we might be bringing back. So we've got some shows planned for February. So look for our poll in the coming weeks about what those shows will be. And I want to try and do something a bit different this year by doing a little bit of WCW, WWE, TNA, but maybe chucking a bit of AEW. Let's see how things go as we progress through the year. But before we actually hit play and ready to watch this show, we want to give a shout out to not one, but two great wrestling podcasts. Check these guys out. Main Event Marks is a retro pro wrestling podcast hosted by two lifelong wrestling marks and walking wrestling encyclopedias, Troy and Greg. Every Wednesday, we do a breakdown and review from a fan's perspective on some of wrestling's biggest and most forgotten shows ever, along with the industry news from that time period taking you back in history to when that event took place. Main Event Marks is available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. Follow us on social media at Main Event underscore Marks. Oh shit, here we bro. Cast the subscribe for Australia's 15th ranked show, the Terrible Wrestling Takes Podcast. I'm your host, Bishop. 
and I summarize today's wrestling as it's given to us, not how it should be done. I also am the only podcast that doesn't know what Vince thinks. I just spit truth based on what's on TV. So head over to TWTakesPodcast.com to find your favorite podcast platform. Follow over at TWTakesPodcast on Twitter. Now back to the Aussies number one, the broadcast for more throwback terrible wrestling takes. All right, guys, we are back. Do you have your network ready? Go on to the new set out, because I've actually checked this out. They no longer have the word pay-per-view at the top. It actually says premium now on the mm-hmm. WWE network. So go premium, go Royal Rumble 1998. Alan, do you want to read out the bio or do you want me to do that? I'll read it out. The Royal Rumble 1998. 30 superstars compete in the annual Royal Rumble with the winner advancing to WrestleMania for a chance at the WWE Championship. The Rock defends the Intercontinental Championship against Ken Shamrock. Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker battle in a casket match with the WWE Championship up for grabs, plus the Legion of Doom, Goldust, and more. Alan, could you give us our countdown? All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to press play in 5, 4, 3, Two, one. It was lucky just then. My screen nearly froze, but it's it's playing. <laughs> All right, cool. Look at that jacked up Michaels. Look at that man. Yes. This is actually a very cool opening. Hmm. Well, just one thing I'll say, and I recently discovered this because, again, being off work for a number of weeks, I really have been going back and watching the kind of 97 to kind of 99 period. Yes. And the one thing that has, that has made me go, holy crap, that's right. If you look at all the guys that were involved in the Rumble tonight, right, why I think the Attitude Era was different to current day products, the biggest thing I can compare it to is every single person here in this package alone has a story. You know what they're doing, where if you think of today's product, you don't know what half the people are doing. What's Ricochet actually doing? What's Shelton Benjamin actually doing? You know, what's, you know, Corbin doing? Like, every single person that you see here has something. They have a feud or they have a rival. So the Attitude Era, I think, was smaller, but everyone had a story to tell. And that's why I think the Rumble at this time was so unpredictable, because you didn't know who was going to win. You know, Austin was the guy. This match tonight, Austin is a man who's marked. And at this time, um, Vince Russo is doing this, isn't he? I think he came in in 97 and left in 98, 99. Yes, that's 99, because he went over to WCW and uh, he Mm. tried to fix the sinking ship with um, duct tape and... uh, clips and band-aids and chewing gum and yeah. he just couldn't put it couldn't do anything for it well he came in as a writer and was on screen i think in late 99 early 2000 so look at the blimp they should bring back the blimp yeah you, you constantly see it throughout the night just floating in yes. the background floating yep. around jerry liar and jim ross on our screens as at the commentators for tonight for the english but make sure, guys, we are going to be your commentary tonight, unfortunately. Sorry. <clears throat> and I would probably say this is Dirty King. This is the dirty Jerry the King lawyer with his comments oh. that make you go, oh, my Lord. Oh, he's only going to get worse, too. they yeah. got Tino Santana as well as the Espanol. 
just talks right yeah. over the top of him, JR. But <laughs> yep, Ray Rougeau. Ray Rougeau, who is a wrestler as well too. As a... One of the was it the Quebecers? Yes, is correct. Yeah. There's Mike Tyson right there. He's ready to watch uh, Stone Cold Steve um, win the Royal uh, Rumble. And uh, I never touched anyone inappropriately ever. I was just that's what I was taught. It was punch and grow, punch and grow. But he was actually suspended this time period. This is where he actually wasn't allowed to box. I think he was suspended from the sport. So uh, I think it was. Uh, I don't know if it was this time where he bit and Evander Holyfield's ear, or it was because of more of his um, outside of boxing and keeping. He can't keep his hands to himself. Well, I reckon as the show progresses, I think we've kind of pulled it up. I might pull up the notes and see when he went to prison, when did he yes. return to the ring. But um, yes, uh, he's a very controversial figure. And talking about controversial, what have we got here, El? We've got uh, you on Christmas Day at Mum and Dad's place sitting around at the, trying to pretend to do to know how to use a barbecue. You know, look at those look, cheeks. Yeah, there's some cheeks right there. Mm. Look at this, the breakup between... Oh, my God. It's very much a Jerry Springer style breakup. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> oh my lord! A man who was comfortable in his body, and he would do anything <sighs> to get a rise. I love that birthday by King. It wasn't Sable, but man, he looked good. <laughs> coconut on the co- look at that. He got he put all the coconuts out of the. It's better time. And what was JR's comment there? He took a coconut and he hit Vader in the coconut. That's right. Coconuts were taken out of the bra section because of, of uh, Mr. G- Gold Dust here. They call Vader. Yes, the last time we had him on the show, he powerbombed the shit out of Nikolai, wasn't it? <laughs> At the Halloween Havoc show that we did, guys, last year, with one of the sickest... You're taking this powerbomb, right? <laughs> You're getting dead, dead fucking <laughs> lifted and slammed the Russian bear down. Yeah. Mind you, yeah, that was a great match, though. There is nothing mm. better than watching two mastodons, two grizzly bears, beat the shit out of each other. It's so good. Good for business. And when I was watching this uh, last night, I'm like, wait a minute, this is so classic 93 WCW. Like, Dustin Rhodes and Vader. Like, you think of all their wars in, like, 92 and 93 on WCW Saturday night, and here they are with a completely different gimmick here for Dusty Rhodes, or Dustin Rhodes. That is correct, because he was the natural, mm. and Vader was the big dude coming out with the giant helmet that steamed, and he put it down. And then also in the corner for Goldust tonight is Luna Vachon and we saw a great episode on the dark side of the ring guys last year that they did covering her story and how she really stood up there for the kind of you know boys club that they had backstage but one thing I will say that's really quickly since I've been watching a lot of old WCW I'm like where's Harley Race where's Harley Race Mm. because I think of Harley Race and Vader and here it's like it's not the same it's like it's Vader it's Vader about to retire you need Harley Race there he was a great little kind of uh Great little add uh, to the character there for Vader. I think he kept him in line. That was his main uh, thing. <clears throat> like a handler. And it's very interesting attire that um, Luna's wearing tonight, too. So I've got one of them over but there. A see-through miniskirt. It takes me a... back to a, to a uh, Wonderful World We Live In segment we did a couple of years ago about the actual see-through... Was it trunks? 
They were a transparent <laughs> swimwear. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. But she's also wearing a G-banger under it too, so you can see cheeks. For those of you playing at home, Alan just wanted to let you know that. All right, so. Oh, they're looking at us. We're not looking at them. <laughs> I'm respectively looking. Um, and also, Goldust is also wearing a thong tonight as well, too. But he's wearing it on the outside. He's being the formerly known as Goldust. He's just, you know, the yellow boots, the um, the candy cane style tights, the blue hair. <coughs> pardon me, the blue hair. He's almost like a weird clown. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with being a weird clown? I'm just saying, it's like he's a weird clown. Sorry, it's not 1988, Tom. You can't be acting like this now. This is 2022. You need to be a little bit more woke. You need to open your eyes a little bit more, bro. He looks very similar to a character that TNA had called Crazy Steve. He had the similar look with the kind of pants wear, but he had a painted up face and... I think he actually got signed to NXT, I think, but they didn't do that gimmick, though, so... Those bright orange boots. Yes, very much. Now, watch this year. Watch this. I watched this last night. Watch this spot. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding his crutch, but he got him in the belly. Yeah. Just to blatant open your legs, I'm going to drop you just above the belt line so it's legal. If it was lower, I'll get DQ'd. If you look on Luna's face as well, too, she actually has painted on one side of her face the old gold dust style oh nice yeah just realised that then as well too Jesus Christ well we covered gold dust at the 97 Survivor Series remember he was in that 8 man tag and really just stood there not doing anything I think it was during yeah it was during the time of the relationship breakdown between Marlena and him but that's when he had like half one side was black and I think and one side was red or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was Yeah, no, I think it was yeah, he was he was doing a sort of a blackface type of thing. Mm. Which was interesting at the time. <clears throat> and he is still going today as well too, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, I think he wrestled last week on Dynamite, took on uh, Sammy Guevara for the interim T N T championship. Yeah. And did a Canadian destroyer through a table. Yeah, that's his thing now that he does. Jesus, mm. this shots that he's given him. I'm gonna kick his ass. That's what Gold just said. I think he's said, <laughs> "Either I'm gonna kick his ass, or I'm gonna lick his ass. Either way, <laughs> whatever happens, yeah. happens." Oh, here we go. Jesus, come on, ref. Oh, oh my. <laughs> What's he wearing Andy's on? Is that the? I thought, I thought that was Andy a bum bag. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tom, that's not a bum bag. That's a cock piece. That's ah. a cock bag. That's where you, you know, because he's wearing the G bag. He's got to wear the thing that contains your. Um, what are your they called? Cod piece. Cod piece. Ah, okay. Just write it down. Cod piece. Okay. What do you mean? You've already probably own several anyway. You're just pretending to everyone who's listening, going, "Oh, I don't know which or every what you mean." <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday coming soon. Yeah, this guy's will be he's gonna be another year older. Jesus, what's is that I was looking what's on um Vader's arm and it's all gold dust's paint still come off on his uh yeah. left arm. It's all yeah. over, it's all over it's, if you notice it's all over his chest and his face after he plants yeah. a little block on him. Yeah. <laughs> he just oh, looks so, he just looks he just looks so mad, doesn't he? Like he, 
He's just a scary dude. <clears throat> oh, the Mastodon. Oh, hell yeah. Jesus you all right? Christ. Come on. Let's keep working. Come on. Oh, I would imagine these two know each other very well from back in their days in WCW. So they probably mm. had some matches. And then hopefully, you, you think that, um, uh, pardon me, Vader was going to be good and protect Dustin, hopefully. Yeah, well, I think he oh, would have yeah. left in what the next, he wasn't there within the next two years and then came back with Jonathan Coachman, didn't he, in Gold Dust? Yeah. Did he fall over? Yeah, he tripped over on the roll. Yeah, everyone laughed. He got right up there. Yeah. He was checking his, he was checking his prostate as well, too. Now turn your head and cough. <laughs> this isn't a COVID oh, test. Wait a minute. This, this is different. <laughs> it's a new one. This is for the new variant of uh, COVID. <laughs> we, stick your, we stick our whole fist up your ass. Oh, okay, great. For how long? Half an hour. You just go, I better do my part for the community. I'm doing my part for the community. Fist. <laughs> I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. <clears throat> but there's a new variant of COVID. It's always good to be safe. Watch out, watch out, <laughs> watch out. Oh, there we go. That's how you do the COVID test. Jesus. That's the COVID test. I, remember, right I think there. it was um, WrestleMania 12. I remember it was the year before this. It was actually Yokozuna and Vader faced off. Just two big mastodons just colliding in the ring. Mate. Crazy. Oh, we're going to get the Vader. Oh, my goodness. What? Oh. <clears throat> uh, no. Uh, you need to get off him. Oh, my. Come on, Jack. What are you doing? Jack, don't, please. Oh, shit. Oh. Look at the crowd. Holy love crap. It. There's so much. Oh, Jesus. well done. Look at the crowd. They're all up for that. Mm. <clears throat> that was a massive drop. That was so high. Yes. <laughs> hey, it's Vladimir from um, ECW. Oh, yeah, there he is. You're next to the Dante 316 sign. And what I love, it's like every second T-shirt's either NWO or Austin 316. I was about to say, this is the time of the black T-shirt, simple riding. NWO, Austin 316. So Look at that, man. And she did well. She actually protected herself really well there, Luna. Yes. Boing, Jesus. boing. Look at that. Man. Look at the slow motion. <laughs> and the dudes up the front just cheering it. Very cool. Who's the man? You, you're the man, and mate. They, I'll, I'll... And they did say that uh, both men will be in the Royal Rumble tonight. So there's two of your entrants, guys. That's right. And here is a very young Adam Corbebe. <laughs> Here he comes. Pet my damn truck. Uh, what? I, I, I'm not a valiant. I, I, I'm not a valet. I'm, I'm a person. Look how you, see him trying, he is. you see him trying to climb into the truck, can't open the door. Ah, damn yep. Okay. Opens the, opens the door. Oh, God. 
The Phineas and Henry, and, and Henry Owe. The Godwins, the pig farmers. Mm. Vidius was wearing the... Uh, t- oh, hello. <laughs> I was about to say, the mood is about to change. What the lights don't know. It suddenly got sunny, hasn't it, Al? I want say I want Sunny, not Sable. Well, I like that because she because she looks at the camera and shucks <laughs> like that, like well they chose. Yeah. Oh my go- oh my goodness, that's some great shorts. Hey. <laughs> Bloody uh, Howard the Bower. <laughs> Howard, hello, pretty lady. <clears throat> I would love but you. To you were definitely head and rub it over your body. You were definitely a sable person, weren't you, though, at this time period? Nah, I was a sunny. I've always loved sunny. Mm. Sable was too plastic. I'm sorry. It sounds terrible. Actually, you're probably more of a Jackie, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that too. I do like, yes. Ding. Correct. Ding. That is correct. But I do love Sunny's work as well, too. And that's right. Guys, tonight we are having a little, little people match. Six on six. Three on three. Oh my goodness! Sorry. Yeah, three on three. Sorry. Six-person tag. That guy's like Sasha Slaughter right here. Oh, <laughs> Mini <God>. Slaughter. <laughs> Mini Slaughter. He'd probably be the same height as a Sasha Slaughter um, action <laughs> figure. <laughs> Yes, I was watching some 97 recently featuring a lot of the minis guys and it was definitely a different time. They should they should bring it back. You reckon? Well, NXT's going downstairs, so going out of work, so let's, you know... That's oddly enough, I actually watched NXT for the first time in a long time the other day and I'm like, I don't know who any of you are. Mm. I had a moment where I was like, who are you? <laughs> Where's Champa? Where's Johnny? Well, I know what, well, yeah, I know what's going on with them. And the only person yeah. on the show that I knew was AJ Styles. Yeah. It's definitely the NXT 2.0 is 2.0. It's definitely a rebranding. It's a remix. Uh, some like it, some don't. I don't watch it. I read it. <clears throat> it's good to see some Aussie talent getting a good chance in there. Yes, yes. But it is still confusing about what oh, we're I... watching. So... All right, so this match is Max Mini, Mosaic, yes. and Nova takes yes. on, I think it's called uh, Battalion, El Torito, and Tarantula. And sad note, I've got a sad note about this, El. Yeah. This was the last time we ever had the Minis on a pay-per-view. What, really? This yeah. was their last time with them? Mm-hmm. It's a damn shame. Yeah. Are any of these little people in the uh, Royal Rumble match? No. 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 No, I didn't think so, because this is like back in the day where they would have that poster, and then it would be like, so-and-so, then so-and-so for the championship tonight, and then another match for the championship, and then we're going to steal cage match tonight too, or like a loser leaves town match, and then also, don't forget, we've got the midgets and the women. Yeah. That's how we, yeah. As you said at the start of the show, this really was that kind of, the Attitude Era is coming into gear. This is the yes. year of that. And the Minis is probably sitting like, this is a bit too silly. It's a bit too corny. We're not going to do it no more. 
But really, the star of the minis was Max Mini. He was kind oh, yeah. of used to stuff with Jerry the King Lawyer. He was doing stuff with Sonny. He was the main one. But El, El Torito, which is the one, I think, doing the Gorilla Press. Yes. I think he came back, or a variant of him, came back with the Los Matadors during the PG era of WWE, wearing that Matador helmet that he had. Yeah, El Matador. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he had something, Was it? I don't know if he fitted with Hornswoggle, but they had a WLC match at one of the Extreme Rules shows. Yeah, on pay-per-view. So that's yeah. pretty much the last time we actually saw little people on pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, so Max Mini, his name is Tazuki. He's actually 47 years old, so he's still alive today. Other ring yes. names include the name Baby Rabbit. Yeah, understandable. He was also called Mini Rey Mysterio Jr. There we go. Yeah. So WWE was 1997 to 1999. So he mm-hmm. departed the company on the 30th of May, 1999. Uh, Nova and Max Mini faced off in a bet fight where both men put their masks on the line. Max mm-hmm. Mini won and on Max <clears throat> Mini Nova. Max Mini only made a few more appearances before leaving and heading over to AAA. But you can actually kind of tell that the crowd's dead for this match. Now, yeah. I would imagine if they had this in, in Mexico mm. and all the maneuvers they're doing here, they'd be... Oh, my goodness. Well, I think it kind of shows you that <clears throat> sometimes the WCW fan base only know WWE. So, yes. like, when you think of WCW Cruiserweight, you know, you had Mike Tanay giving you the history of CMWL, AAA, New Japan. So, yeah. as a fan, you knew who they were. Where WWE people at the time look at the people they're moving around so fast. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You know, look at I, I haven't I haven't had a chance to speak to Sunny yet. Can I speak to her? No particular reason. Well, I do think that CMWL do the minis. I think at one of their big wrestling shows last year, they actually had mini action, some mini matches. So you hope they would. You hope that people still today, and, you know, if you're a little person and you want to get into wrestling, then you should definitely go for it. Is there enough to do your own promotion, or is, or, you know, or would you just have them as a side act to a mainstream It would be the company? side. Yeah. Probably be a side act. It'd be just be fun, you know, because, again, this type of thing for back in the day, when they had matches like this with the little people wrestling, it was entertainment for children. Hmm. Well, we did uh, we did cover one of them, which was the TNA one. Remember when Tito took on Puppet at the very first yes. NWA TNA, and that was a midget hardcore matchup, and that only went for about I think ooh, four months, and then it was gone. So yeah. yeah, but that's because they were trying it, and then next minute it was a Puppet was caught in a trash can beating off. Was that what happened? Yes, uh, something like that. He had a gun at some point too. Yeah, yeah he's he had. He, Papa's got a gun, and uh, he, he said something to one of the female um, interviewers. Yeah, I think it was Goldilocks. In TNA. Yeah, Goldilocks, yeah. that's it. Uh, I'm about the same height that you see somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, slaughter. Come on, mate. I know. Oh, King. Did you hear that one? Yes, that was a good one. That was a good what? one. What? <laughs> 
So you can't read about Battalion. So Battalion is the Sergeant Slaughter looking dude. You can't read about him on Wiki because he doesn't have a page. But Mosaic does, Nova does, El Torito and Tarantula. But yeah, it was definitely different. But they actually, they're pretty good though. Like if you look at what they do, they really are putting on a show. It's oh, just that the fans uh, the fans aren't in, interested in kind of checking it out. So they missed that spot. The referee should kick. never get involved. A drop kick for you. A drop kick for you. Do you reckon it's gone on too long? I'm happy with Sonny being in the match, but, you know, yeah, this match has gone. He should be over. It's actually three seconds uh, less than the opening matchup. Vader and Goldust was 7.51, and this is 7.48. Well, I want to mention they've they've made a deal with WWF here and gone, hey, if you want us to be on the show and you're going to pay us, you give us a long match. Hmm. Well, this is the spots now. This is where they each have a chance now to kind of do some aerial-based stuff. Oh, my goodness. Wee! How tall do you reckon he is? I'm going to Google this. How tall do you think Max Mini was, Al? Uh, about th- uh, three foot. He was three foot and seven and a half. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what, you're like four one, are you? Of four one, <laughs> you're a dickhole. You are four and a half, five, <laughs> five six. A piece of shit. Ah, right. I can see you down there. Can I, mate? Yeah, I'll kick you right in the dick. <laughs> just headbutt me. No, I'm gonna just. <laughs> what are you gonna do? D- dumb and dumber. Just punch, 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 bite. Yeah. No, I'm not <laughs> biting you because that'd be weird. Well, like Harana. Hey, look out. Jeez. I'm looking at this type of match. I would imagine my son would be... I'm going to get a moment. I'm going to get my son to watch this match, and I'm going to report back to you. And Knowing my son, because he's been watching wrestling lately with mm. me, and he would probably enjoy this match. That's a great idea. I would love to actually sit my son down. Even if one day we're able to get together, and we yes. get all four of us, we get your son, my son, and we go, all right, guys. Watch this match and tell me what you think. And I think they'll just yep. be like, "What is? What is this? This is awesome." I, w- I want to hold the pretty lady. Okay, easy now. Oh, wait a minute. So, what do they say about little people? They've got they're well endowed. They've got uh, normal <laughs> size, normal size dongs, but because of their small bodies, their dong is a lot bigger. Yeah. Did you know that? No. You know now. (laughs) So that's why I suck. Ah, yes. Because you're not a little person. It's good. It's the nation of domination. Oh. Look what Austin left for him. Oh, come on. This guess cost a lot of money, Um, Godfather. Was it? Do, was do you know if, it, it? If, if if this was current day period WWE, you know what have underneath the finger doing the the bird? It'll be like WWEshop.com or something like. Oh hell yes. Where you would go and get it from? Yeah. There'd be the Twitter as well too. Hmm. Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon with with them. Um, so do you think I could get one of them small people to come home with me? <laughs> I, I, I want them to fight my tiger. Which one do you want? Uh, I'll have Battalion. <laughs> no problem. I can give you a Battalion right here, right now. God damn it. 
Now, these fellas behind Jerry and JR are pretty funny all night, holding up signs such as, JR, your tag team suck. Also, with an arrow pointing to the crotch, saying, total package. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> hey, Tyson, bite me. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, classic, man. Two of my favorite of this time period. I love, I love IC Champion Rock and Shamrock Man, one of my favorites of the Attitude Era. Big time. And I'll just say, like, this match, watching it yesterday, Shamrock is just so jacked. Like, he's got, like, shoulders, muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles. Like, he's just a wide-ass dude. Ooh. And this is, yeah, really selling the breakdown of, uh, yeah, the Nation of Domination. Yes. Oh. I will say this proper 12 is going down really smooth tonight. Good to hear. Good to hear. Rocky. What? Mark Henry's wearing a Rocky Sucks t-shirt. Yeah, well, this was the heel turn. Oh. So this is when Henry actually turned heel and joined the nation. Mm-hmm. Because hmm. I think prior to this period, he was kind of on again, off again with his WWE career. I think he, it was the last time he competed, I think, was October. I think at Mind Games, when it was Sean yes. and Mankind. But yeah, returned back here, thinking that he's working with Shamrock, and then yeah, turns heel, and we have, what, the five-man Nation of Domination with, what, Rock, Henry, D'Lo, Karma, and Farouk. And um, sadly, Farouk was on his way out, too. Yeah, true. And Rocky was going to be the new leader. Because I'm trying to think when the turn happened, because I think King of the Ring in 98... I think that's when Rock was the main leader at that time. I think Farouk was out out at that time. Yes. <clears throat> Look at the Rock here. Look at this young dude. He was, like, very good on the stick. He was a very good character. And you really think, like, Austin and Rock, you know, these are the stars. These are the guys they're going to push. Like, this whole year, you think of Rock's year... By the end of that year, he's world heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. You know, he won the Battle Survivor Series, feuding with the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind. Um, but this, this was the Rock's year. Rock and Austin, 98, they just took over. So, Riffless Aggression year is, is like the Randy Orton and, and um, John Cena. Yeah, true. Yeah, during that, and then after that, the PG era, I can't really think of anybody at that time. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they're the only ones that sort of stick out. So. And just a side note, guys, Alan and I realised something as we knew that this show was going to be 96 after the result came out on Twitter. We realised that this is our first 1998 show since August of 2018. And that was a really good show. And I think that was like back in the 20s when we did yes. that show. So we've done like 100 shows since that time period. But... It's funny because, like, 98 was one of our most favourite years that we got into wrestling, but we haven't covered a lot of it. You know, we've probably done more 2002, 2003 in more recent times, so. Well, if we continue the polls, you know, if uh, people are, are keen and you guys are enjoying the show, you know, it's something I'd like to explore more in the future during this time in the, you know, the 98, 99, early 2000s. And like you even said, uh, we might be doing some uh, some WCW as well too. Mm. 
and um, be doing some AEW. It'd be fun as well too. Well, I was checking out some old like nineteen eighties because I think we covered what Great American Bash nineteen eighty nine. Well, that was Funk and Flair, and I think I saw one for next month. That was Chai Town Rumble, nineteen eighty nine, which was Flair and Steamboat um, for the NWA title. So that's another thing. Like, there's some really good shows, really from the eighties all the way up into like two thousand and twenty. So, you know, let's use those polls and put some stuff up, and yeah, check out our Twitter guys for information about that. Even suggest any shows too. You know, DM us or even tweet us what shows you want us to cover from any product, really. So. Well, I did say on our the tweet that you put up on our um, TBK Twitter when you put the mm. poll was a lot of people were jumping at ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Here he comes, man. <clears throat> the man who has a TikTok. Did Does he really? This? No, I didn't know that. One of his best TikToks that he's done. He. Um, he go. He's sitting, he's sitting around with his, uh, I think his daughter and his wife, mm. and she's like, "Oh, the kids! Look at the time. It's time for the kids to go to sleep." And he goes, "Hey, hey, it's okay. I'll put them to sleep." So he goes over to his grandson. He goes, "Hey, buddy, it's time to go to sleep." Puts him in the sleeper hold, and this, and the the grandson pretends to pass it out, and then his little, um, I think it's his great, yeah, his granddaughter. She goes, "I want, I want to go to sleep. I want to go to sleep." He goes. Come on, babe, come over here and put it goes to put it in a headlock and the mother and daughter run into the room. No, stop, we're not meant to be there. She's like, Be quiet. I'm happy when Poppy puts me to sleep. So he puts <laughs> it in her headlock and just puts it to sleep. Yeah, yeah that's good. And, and he doesn't take himself serious on the, on yeah. the actual app, which is great. Not like Ryback. <laughs> You're my Yeah. Man, she sits there eating chips and then talks. On these, on these, uh, and accidentally pops a champagne bottle. So, oh, he took his goddamn eye out. <laughs> Whoa! See, look at Shamrock. You look at that. Buff man, strong man. <laughs> you just, dude. All right, take me out. Like, if I, you want to fight? No, no, no. I'll lie down. <laughs> just break my ankle. Here it is. Take it. I'll break it for you. You just, just here. Well, he was already Both out of the UFC because he was the what, a former UFC super fight champion, uh, he was mm-hmm. like, which was technically the original heavyweight champion. But I think but he yeah. kind of stopped fighting and he came back in, what, 2000? No, it was... um, When was it, actually? I think it was the 90s, early 2000s against Tito, so... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, you look at both of these men right here. They are in top physical shape. Mm, Definitely. Well, Rock's always spoke highly of Ken because when Ken was inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame yep. last year, I think, or the year before, The Rock actually did his video. You did. People were like, oh, my God, The Rock's going to Impact. And it's like, he's not going to Impact. He's simply saying, as a friend and as a worker, I appreciate you, and I'm showing that. It's not signing a contract, guys. Calm down. He's Vince's boy. The Rock will always be Vince's boy in WWE. Yes, that is correct. Even though... Rock will star in a movie about a golden egg, and then Vince McMahon will take the golden egg to Raw and make everyone chase around and try to get it. Yeah, and that storyline lasted two and probably I think two to three weeks, mm. and it sucked. And it yeah, ended up he, being Austin Theory to get Vince's attention or something. And you're like, yeah. okay, he right. took the egg the whole time. Mm. Now, mind you. 
Red Notice is a good movie. Okay, I enjoyed that movie. That's on Netflix right now. Uh, haven't watched it, but I've seen it promoted, but I haven't checked it out. When you get a moment, check it out. It is quite good. It's a good sort of buddy um, comedy and action pack with uh, Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds. What do you think of Rock being Black Adam? I think that would be cool. Mm. The, the trailer that came out for that the other um, or quite a while ago, but it was, still looks cool. But I think we should talk about too, because uh, I've said it twice now, and I think you've only seen it once, but it's just, because we haven't even caught up since after the new year, was um, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, true. What did you think of the movie? <clears throat> I saw it in IMAX in 3D in the Beautiful. city with my two of my sons, so my oldest son and my youngest, and it's funny because all three of us have a favourite Spider-Man. Cool. Like, Matt kind of really likes the Tom Holland Yep. Jack, uh, Jack actually likes Tobey Maguire, like the older one, and I yep. like Andrew Garfield. I just like okay. Garfield's portrayal as Parker. I think he's a really good Parker. Spider-Man, not as much, but a better Parker. So to see all three come onto the screen, we all just jumped out of our chest. The cinema, like, erupted. Like, people stood up, people were clapping. I'm like, shit, this is like a premiere. Like, everyone's up on their feet clapping. Because we saw it like two days after it came out, but um, yep. I, I loved it from start to finish. It's good to see that there's going to be a lot of new things coming out. It leaves it open for some new things. But in terms of social media getting behind what doing a Spider-Man four and an Amazing Spider-Man three, there's all these you know trending hashtags that people want more and more and more. And it'd be interesting yes. to see what Sony and Marvel want to do in regards to that. So, but no, I loved it. Same here. I I um, loved it. There is some um, there's some shocking moments in there as well too where it's just like that sort of punch you in the belly and make you mm. go oh but seeing the returning of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire I actually popped like really loud in the cinemas with my family I mm. took my uh, my son and my partner to go and see it together and we just seeing uh, Toby Maguire back on our screens as Peter Parker was kind of fun. It was great. It was really mm. good. And the part that got me sort of uh, people say, oh, you know, I've spoken to a few people, <clears throat> probably, who've gone and seen it. And what part got them emotional? And I said, probably that scene there got me emotional when Maguire returns. But there's a scene where MJ is falling to her death off the Statue of Liberty, mm. which for some reason has the Captain America shield hopefully that would be explained what was going mm. on there and as she's plummeting to her death um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man goes to save her but is intercepted by the Green Goblin mm. and then Andrew Garfield saving her and catching her and giving him that moment that he was actually he saved he saved someone because mm. if you go back and watch The Amazing Spider-Man 2 again if you're listening to this and you know Marvel movies and you're a geek just like us you know what happened. He didn't catch her in time. and Well, he did catch her, but he killed her instantly. Mm. Um, Gwen Stacy. So when he's holding her, and you can tell he's <clears throat> he's swollen up, and he's crying, and he's dying inside. And she goes, he looks at her and goes, are you okay? She goes, yeah. And then she looks at him and goes, are you okay? He goes, uh-huh. And then that was just fantastic. Like, mm. everyone in the cinema, I remember <clears throat> screaming, going, because... I was working with her uh, back last year I was talking to a work colleague and I'm like 
someone in this movie is going to go. And mm. it's either um, MJ or it's going to be Aunt May or it could be his friend Ned. And he goes, no, 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 they wouldn't do that to us. I went, dude, it's the third movie, fourth movie, whatever. They've got to do something big. And, yeah, lo and behold, unfortunately, we lost um, Aunt May. But I legit thought in that scene that we were going to lose MJ too. And, like, Peter was just going to go spiralling mm-hmm. down. But he didn't. Yeah. No, they were great, but, fi- great films. If you haven't seen it, yeah. guys, go out and check it. It's still on every hour down here in Melbourne. Yes. I ran to do the cinemas. I was going to take the kids to the drive-in in a few weeks to go see maybe Sing 2, and it's on every night. they got yep. Spider-Man on every night for, like, the next three weeks happening there at the big screen. But now checking out an IMAX was really good. You know, you get a little bit more of the picture and then a little Easter eggs like, what you know, Daredevil, Matt Murdock appearing. Like, what? Like, everyone erupted for that. Seeing, you know, Doc yeah. back and Goblin debut and Electro come back and Sandman. It's like, man, I was like, for me, I'm like, I'm reliving my teenage yeah. years again you know because I watched well, I... The 2002 <laughs> Spider-Man and here we are in 2021 and here I am watching with my kids like they get to have their own favourites but yeah great from start to finish I did see a beautiful thing at the end of the actual sit at the actual at the end of the night well I think it was about yeah it was about mid midnight not midnight sorry it was about 7 o'clock in the, at night and as my partner and I are leaving and my son we looked over at a group of teens and they're all sitting around talking about the movie and they're discussing about what movies they need to see and other stuff like that. And I just went, holy shit, that's that's me 20 years ago with you and our friends. Mm. We've just gone to see like the newest Marvel movie, especially at that time it was the new Spider-Man movie. I remember going to the movies um, with you and our friends and we mm. would all, you know, sit around and we watched the movie together. We would have the most crappiest seats, but it was the experience was enough. It was great. And it just took me back to uh, that's us right there, in our early teens, maybe it, getting up to our 20s and just saying, yep, that's us. And it, it was mm. just a great thing. And, just, and it took me right back. And, and my partner goes, you all right there? I said, oh, I'm just looking at myself back there. She goes, what do you mean? I said, those kids over there, that's me and, me and the boys back in the day. Because you know why that is, Al? I said, why is that, babe? Because you're old. I went, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll just get my cane. <laughs> yep. My, my my missus likes to inform me almost every daily that I'm old. I'm like, yes, babe, I understand <laughs> that. There's only six months between you and I, but yes, I'm old. I wouldn't say you're too old. <clears throat> What's too old these days, hey? I don't know. Well, I'm I'm in my what early thirties, and I feel like sixty sometimes with all my kids and <laughs> the jobs I do around the house. So, yeah. yeah, you probably have it coming. What did I do recently? What have I built recently? <laughs> Let me think. I built a I built a bunk bed the other day, and there's nothing better when you're building a bunk bed. And you're like, you know what, done really well, and you put your hand on it, and then it falls down. And you're like, damn it, oh. it in. Uh, damn it, start again, start again. Daddy's all right. And I was Hang sitting in my daughter's room building the bunk, but I had the fan on, on the ground facing me. My wife comes in and goes, did you tip water? And I'm like, no. She said, "You've got what's on your back? And I went, what do you mean? She said, from the top of my neck to my lower back was just all sweat. Back sweat. Mm. <laughs> she goes, is that sweat? And I'm like, oh, it must be. I don't feel it. And I'm like, I, I, my wife goes, you sweat a lot. I'm like, really? She goes, there's so much there. 
Yeah, that's that's how you lose weight. Good work. So yeah, that's true. Um, if mm. you know us guys, um, the that Harrison um, blood inside of us, we we uh. are sweaters, and it's not good sweat. It's like dripping disgustingness. You know. I remember. I think we talked about it one year where I had a gastro bug, like back uh-huh. in 2019. <laughs> I was sleeping in my son's spare bed. My wife come in and she said the bed was like drenched. She said, "Did you have an accident?" And I'm like, "No." And she goes, "Is that sweat from head to toe? Just nothing. Just so much sweating." What did Rock just do there, Al? He just punched Shamrock in the face with brass knucks, and then quickly snuck them into Shamrock's uh, trunks. We apologise, guys. We should be really telling you what's going on in this match, but it's a good match, and uh, we're not going to do it any justice as Jr. and King would be doing. So. <clears throat> Oh my we've, God. Covered, we've actually covered them before, though, as well, in King of the Ring of that year, when we did a watch-along to that. My Kyoto. Here we go. Hey! Now, I will say, this is really smart. Yes. This reminds me of, like, a real 70s, a real 80s heel. I really enjoy this, and I would think someone like a Jimmy, a Jim Cornette would have loved this, working in this, this, this spot. was really, really cool. And also they're watching um, the Godfather coming down with D'Lo Brown and then D'Lo Brown's getting his um, foot caught in that, in that <laughs> yeah, rope. hanging. It. That's dangerous, man. That's how you break an ankle. Well, that's like testing Eddie Guerrero. Remember Mania 17? Yes. yes. Yeah. After the, he missed the big boot and got his foot stuck. That's my the rock, the, the rock, <laughs> the rock just says to Kyoto, "He punched me. He's hiding the nuts <laughs> in his trunks." It's my, it's, it's my steel penis. Oh, you dirty bastard! I love it. So good. Kyoto, put some gloves on first, man. Jeez. <laughs> See, sm- smells it. See, they're yours. They smell. They smell like you. They're yours. You do. Oh, look at. Love it. Look, Look at, at his that. face. Look at his face. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Shamrock. He punches him. Slaps him around. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, he's going to get fined. Jesus, mate. And snap that ankle. Snap it. He'd be fined. That's right, King. He's going to be fined. Who we got coming down? We got Jack Doan, Timmy White. Oh God, they all run away. Is that what is it? Um, Jimmy Corderas. That's it. Was a, I forgot his name there for a moment. Jimmy Corderas. Anyone? Any of the trainers? Jesus, it's so good. And the thing is, like this match actually happened again at that year's WrestleMania, and and actually happened the same similar ending. Yes. The DQ finish, where Shamrock won the belt, but then kept attacking everybody, and then the referee reversed the decision and gave the belt back to the Rock again. So, I bet you it was here, the guy we just saw on the side there, and that was uh, Pat Patterson. Mm. Bet you. Okay. Yeah, he probably he probably worked the uh, he probably produced it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you don't like it? You come in here and like, no, thank you. I don't want to get in the ring with you. Did you hear what um, King says? I think Shamrock had his own set of brass knucks. 
Yeah, it, it just <laughs> near the other side of his testicles. Yeah, okay. Just tucking right in. in. Such, a, such such an eighties thing, though. It's so good. It's it's, it's not, didn't steal Fantastic. the win. It was the mindset of I'm going to hide him in here, so when you finally get me, I can pull the wheel over and say, no, 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 you hit me. So good. It's very smart. Very clever. Very clever riding. Jeez. Yeah, he sold that. Now, look at the crowd. They are loving um, Kyoto getting attacked. There's a dickhead with a laser pointer right there. I hope you get butt cancer. Alan. No, I mean it, dude. I hate people that do that. That is so not cool. The Vince McMahon just left. He's like, I got things to do. I could take on the shamrock. I could get in the ring with him. I could box him in the face. <laughs> I'd be too quick for him. I, I, I'm, very, I'm very fast. Eighteen thousand people, man. That's a That's a packed house too. That's a packed, packed, packed house. I don't think even um, people are watching Raw if we get that type of uh, get that type of there. Bring bring back the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Wait until October, guys. In WCW. Look at the Baruch was here. And Savio Vega. Oh God! Whoa! Again. They they got him. Or did they? Oh. Oh man! Look, the guy in the blue singlet. He's got such an Afghan back, man. I love that hairy back. <laughs> Sadly, it reminds me of you. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> if Alan wore a blue thing with the guys and the hat, Los Bariqua. Los <laughs> Bariqua. I'd love to know that gentleman's name. <clears throat> it would be fantastic to know who. Well, I think blue, in the blue yeah. singlet Bariqua. In the Rumble tonight, only Servio from the team joins it, but I'll find out because yep. I think they do a run-in during the Rumble match, and I'll try and find out his name. Who was the ball buster they attacked? It looked like Austin, but you know. I think it was 8-Ball. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, we that's go. why they does because the Disciples and Los Bariquas are always feuding, and they thought yes. that was Austin, but yeah, it was. I think it was 8-Ball. That's right, because it was the gang warfare here going on at this mm. time, wasn't it? With all the, the teams that people were all part of factions that Vince McMahon loves. But didn't they have that match at Mania or something too, the, the four-on-four hardcore match, Street Fight or something, where there was a noose and all that stuff used in the match? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think it's... um, I think it's leading up. I think it was at No Way Out of Texas. Let's that have ha- a look. I'm going to pull the card up. I think that happened. So, uh, here we go. So it was called the War of Attrition match. That's it. Um, it was Armand Johnson and the Disciples of the Apocalypse, Eight Ball Chains yep. and Skull and Shamrock defeated Roth yes. Farouk, Dilo Karma and Mark Henry in 1344. So why don't I think it was Mania? I thought it was Mania it happened, but yeah. Isn't there a similar match though? I think there was a well, similar match leading at that time. But it's funny because I thought the War of Attrition was at Mania because the main event of No Way Out in Texas was that other street fight I mean, with Austin and was it taken on DX with Owen Hart and yeah. What do you think about what we're seeing here, Al, with the Outlaws and Legion? The Outlaws are the uh, they're taking him out. They're disrespecting the uh, the name of the LOD. And that's sad music in the background. 
because you never saw this. This is something that's very, very rare. You ever got to see the LOD selling mm. and actually getting hurt. They Because when they were doing Jim Crocker promotions, they come out, they scream, they, they beat the the team up they were against, they come back, they scream in the microphone, they left. So seeing this type of version of the LOD in WWE, they're pretty much doing it for the Bucks, sadly, but they've got to sell for the new up-and-coming. Yeah. Were you a Legion of Doom guy or a Road Warriors guy? I loved the Road Warriors. They were fun. Mm. Um, lots of screaming. Some pretty classic NWA too, and like WCW matchups that we've covered, like when we did Capital Combat, and I think they were in the War Games. I think we did back then, and um, yeah, we covered quite a, a bit of their time period. I was definitely, I would say, at this age, I probably would have been an Outlaws person. I would have loved DX, even though I was really into the NWO because I was watching WCW at this time period. I was definitely an NWO mark. But these guys, yep. I think we actually discussed, I think we were going to do the show. It was meant to be a show we scrapped. It's going to be last year. We were actually going to do the night that the Legion won the tag belts from the Outlaws, but we end up not doing yes. the show. Yeah. And we got the uh, Road Dog, who is no longer working with WWE. Mm. True. And Billy Gunn is still going today. And yeah, he's what the manager fantastic. of his son, the, the Gun Club, I think they're called in AEW. Yeah. He's not. He's not manager. He wrestles with them mm. on AEW. He's he jacked up. He looks huge, and he still looks like like he does now. Look at the spikes. And what they're talking about? How Hawks got only yeah half the hairs missing on his right side because it was shaved by the Outlaws. That's right, and they're doing the triple power bomb right there. Well, that was really the night that DX was formed. Because I think from memory, the main event might have... I think it was Sean and Triple H against the Legion. And that's when the Outlaws come out and jump them. And that's how you unofficially got the new DX team, where you actually have the Outlaws join Hunt, you know, Hunter, China, and Shawn Michaels. That's correct. So much oh. screaming here. Oh. Love it. <laughs> Michael Cole, be very careful of those spikes, mate. Just right into the eyebrow. Just <laughs> lifts oh, him off the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You know something, Mikey Cole? It, what I used to love with Hawk, it was it was the well. When you would say well, yeah, well. To, start, to start the conversation. I, when he was in Jim Crocker Promotions, and uh, he would say, uh, Tony Schiavone? Mm. This is what we're going to do tonight. Yeah, they both used to say the whole name of who was interviewing them. Yeah, Mikey Cole? Dude. And what was their theme song they had in Jim Crocker Promotions? Do you remember? What was it? I am Iron Man. Oh, nice. But they, were, they didn't own the rights to it. Back when companies were just doing it, no one was telling them off. Yeah. So if you go back and watch some of the stuff, um, some of the um, NWA shows that are on here on the network, yeah, they change. You definitely know when the LOD comes out, their song definitely changes. It, it, it's this song. But if you know the old stuff, mm -hmm. it was I Am I Man by Iron Maiden. 
I remember there was something that Tony said on one of the old um, What Happens When shows. I think maybe when they went on a Ted Turner, and there was someone in Ted Turner's company that says, you know, oh, I see that you've got this this song you're playing. Do you have the rights? And that's like, uh, no, we aren't we allowed to play it? Or <laughs> and they had to just rebrand everything and change all the songs to like guitar or piano playing the beat without actually using the lyrics. So. Uh, yeah, we need to get Jimmy Hart in here, and he needs to write us some theme songs. Mm. Well, he wrote so many. Like, even the later part of WCW, he wrote... Like, if you play their soundtrack today on like, Apple iTunes or Google, he's written as the bottom there is, like, composed by or written by. Has Jimmy Hart there? <laughs> you know what happened there? <laughs> you right? Hey. What happened Yeah, just got... <laughs> Put myself was, on mute. I was stressing out then. I'm like, what's this fella do? He's falling. He's going to fall backwards here. And... I was fine. I put myself on mute. I was trying to avoid the actual subject being brought up, dickhead. Right. Tougher than weak, weak old bread. I love that analogy right there, JR. Because mm. weak old bread, you can actually use as a weapon. I could see you rocking an animal hairstyle, L. Which one's that? Uh, oh, you're the mullet. Yeah, shave the sides and grow that mullet out, man. I could see you doing it. Yeah, that's very much a, a skeleton to the max, I would imagine that's called now. <clears throat> oh, my youngest son, it looks like the father from Steven Universe, because he seems to really love that show at the moment, and the father looks like that with that massive long hair. Yes. Yes, yes, I was about to say yes. He, he watched the film the other day, and he's like, Dad, come watch this. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's, they're really, some of the shows like Adventure Time and Steven Universe are like really trippy. <laughs> like, you should watch, what is you, this stuff? You should watch The Amazing World of Gumball and get back. Oh, right. I've heard of that one. I've heard of that, yeah. That show is not for children. That yeah. show is, de- and they have it on during like, uh, so I, don't, I think executives on the, on the stations look at this show and go, oh, look at the colourfulness. This is cartoon. This is funny. And then you're like, <clears throat> guys, this is not a show for children. Mm. These are the people who are tripped out of their balls at 3 o'clock in the morning and need something to giggle to. Talking about old school cartoons, I think my son even come up to you at Christmas time and talked about how we got Ren and Stimpy and his Nintendo Switch. <clears throat> and I was like, I said to him, ask Uncle who Ren and Stimpy are. Let him up. <laughs> and off he goes, comes up to you. I guess who's Ren and Stimpy? You had to give him a rundown. One's a cat and one's a dog. Oh, are they? I don't look at them. No, they don't, dude. And, and, uh, and, and that's all we say. We don't talk about living in a whale. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say any more of the Ren and Stimpy um, adult-only hour that yeah. came after when John Kay actually bought the rights back from Nickelodeon. And that show got or weren't they a couple Eric? or something in the in the series, the new ones or something? Yeah. Well, Stimpy thought that he, that he was under the impression that they were, right? Because he they turned him gay in the actual show, hmm. and then Ren was on a sort of a on again off again sort of. I think he didn't really care. He didn't really class himself with the sexual um, sexuality. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> It was fantastic, though. Very, very funny show. And either way, people say, oh, they've changed it. This used to be a kid's show. It never was a kid's show. No. No, I should have never watched that show as a kid because it was not for children. 
There was fart jokes, there were shit jokes, there were booger jokes, and it was extremely funny if you have that immature humour. And I, um, and it probably explains why my humour is still like that today. Most of the Nick and Knight was very morbid, like very morbid when you think about it now, and that's why it was Nick at night. Like, when it's on at 9.30, you should be asleep already. Like, you're not watching it at 9.30, but you were there. <laughs> the legs crossed, the smiling up, this is funny. <laughs> I, I had a bowl of popcorn, and I should have been sleeping because I had to uh, school the next day. But I didn't give a shit. I am watching Nick at night. And I would be awake till about three or four in the morning watching mm. these episodes. I've seen these episodes countless times. I could do, you know, I could probably word for word um, watching it. Yeah. But they, they, um, they were some great shows. <clears throat> there was a show that we did when we very first started this podcast. It was called, I think it was episode three, called uh, Favourite Cartoons. Well, you yes. and I sat down, and actually, I reckon we probably spoke for at least 20 minutes on Ren and Stimpy, and that's back when we first started this show and talked about how different the shows were then to what they are now, you know, with Gumball. I actually thought, now you've surprised me, I thought Gumball was a kid show, but um, yes, I might it's need not, to check that out now. Mm. It is not a kid show, and um, it, <clears throat> it's very funny, though. If you've yeah. got that immature humour, definitely. It's uh, it's it's perfect. Road dog working on that back. Could I have a time cue, please? Yep, I'm at one o one forty. You got road dog out the ring there, kicking uh, animal. Beautiful. Grabbing a chair, or <laughs> looks like animals having oh, a weapon under the ring. See, funny makes you think he actually is hurt, like animals actually selling yes, that yes. he really, his back is actually really playing up. Yes. That's the thing too, like even at this time period as fans, like we didn't know what was, what was a shoot and what was a work. You know, sometimes oh, yeah. you get, you get yourself worked up into a shoot, but like as kids, like we just watched it and we thought it was all real. We thought everything going on here was real. This guy's really hurt. This guy's really turned on that guy. Heels hand out with heels. Faces were with faces. Like, that's what we grew up watching. Yes, that's right. But that, the days of that is long gone because mm. I found it watching Monday Night Raw just recently, the, the most recent Monday Night Raw, where Nikki, the superhero Nikki, mm. has now broken up with her teammate, um, What's her name? The Australian chick. Um, sorry, Rhea Ripley. I had a brain fart there. And then those two had they split up. They're no longer a tag team. Then I think it was a day after on Twitter, both of them in a Twitter picture together at the gym saying, "My gym, <clears throat> pardon me, my gym buddy for the day." Mm-hmm. And it was Nikki and Ripley together. But we were like. It, old schoolers are looking at that going hey you know what are you two meant to be doing you're meant to be mortal enemies you're not meant to be hanging out at the gym that day is gone those days are mm. gone <clears throat> I can see it in two ways like social media has been a good thing allowing fans to interact with a wrestler but also a bad thing because kayfabe is dead now because dead. everything's all available um, which is sad but we're just yeah. coming up to the end here actually just really quick this is the last spot here <clears throat> 
With Animal with a shoulder tackle, it's a very weak kick out. I think Animal knows that there's an ending spot, but if you can see Hawk, Hawk's actually handcuffed to the right ring rope. But this is the final spot coming up here. Oh! Jesus. One, two. That's such a... (laughs) That was a very rough power slam. It was. Now, here's a question. DQ finish on a pay-per-view. What do you reckon? Bullshit. Hate it. Side to count out. Those things are perfectly fine on Raw, SmackDown, or any type of show that's not... um... Oh, God. Now, it's weird, this, because it's almost like Billy's, like, his actual back's really sore, though. Should we be really hitting him on his lower back? (laughs) Yeah. I remember seeing this yesterday. Someone was writing on on the Twitter. Like, these two matches, the last two matches that we watched have both had weird endings. The Rock Shamrock and this match, both having pretty weird uh, finishes. Billy Gunn is hilarious. He's like, hey, oh, what's that? You can't come in the ring. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I thought he was going to do a leg drop then. Yeah. Hawk breaks the handcuff. Come on, someone help him. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Oh, shit. Do the head. And I think this was actually a way to write them out because they returned at, what, WrestleMania that year as LOD 2000 with Sonny. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she had a short skirt that night, too. That was a good one. And a long jacket. Uh, no, yeah, she did have a long jacket. Thank you for making a, cake, yeah, making a cake song <laughs> returned in early 2022. Well done, man. And I think that was just a tag team battle royal. Actually, it might have been for a future title shot, but I know LED came back and won that matchup. Well, what time check are you at, Al, for those of you who wanted to sync up? Uh, I'm going to have to ask you again for your one, please. You having tech issues, bro? No, my, I, just, I just want to make sure it's on there. Yep, so I, I'm at 106.42. we got King and we got Jerry. Cool. There's Austin's car now, because someone's about to win the car, I think. going to win the truck? Yeah, there's some sweepstakes winner I think they announced now from Nashville, Tennessee. <clears throat> Here we go. Yeah, Milfred Bowers has won herself the Stone Cold car. And Jerry Lloyd will be over um, to win the car. <laughs> Bless you, JR. Bless you. Did you watch um, AEW today? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I read it. Did you? Uh, I was going to say, have you seen what recently has happened to JR? With his cancer stuff, or no? no he, we we know he's cancer-free, mm. but the black eye. I didn't know what happened. He had a fall. Oh shit! Yeah, it didn't hurt any part of his body, but it was the eye. Was the um? I remember looking at it going because he put a picture up on his Instagram and his Twitter, and he goes, "I had a fall, but I'm okay now." It was like, <laughs> so damn, didn't, son. didn't give us any information about what happened, but. Yeah. 
I was, I was looking at him going, God damn it. Oh! Wait a minute, was that Jay? That was Mankind and Dude Love in the Ring at the same time? I think uh, Mankind may have been Goldust dressed up as him. It's terrifying. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> How old school oh is this? Austin, Austin in that black vest, man. Like, that, just that black standard oh, everywhere. Yeah, so you can see he pulls the head off and the hair comes off and it's gold dust. Dressed up as dude, I think. Oh, gold says so. Like, when I think of this Stone Cold, I think of the old, what, WWF Attitude game. Or Warzone. Big time. Probably say too, yeah. Look at JR. <laughs> can I get my microphone back, please? Please don't break the headset. This costs a lot of money, Ian. I want to yeah, love watching has... this this promo. There's no what. There's no what channel. Yeah. There's none of that stuff. It's just Austin. Like, there's none of that stupid what stuff. It it was good for its time, and then it slowly faded away, and then now it's just back. And it... Don't chant what if you're not Austin, guys. I don't want to hear that. But, yeah. Royal Rumble time. I generally get excited for the Royal Rumble. It's a lot of fun. I don't particularly like what they did on Raw when they gave away who's coming back and who's coming, who's who, who are the women in the yeah. Women's Royal Rumble. It's like, can we have a surprise, please? But, you know, we can't. Well, they but, announced um, 19 of them. 19 of the 30. Yeah. yeah. Mickey James. Mm. Mickey James from Impact, who is the Knockouts Women's Champion, is competing in the Rumble. What do you think about Charlotte as women's champion being in the Rumble? I'm happy with that. I always love seeing Charlotte. You know what? It's like Brock Lesnar last year. Hmm. No, I think the thing with Knockout, it's interesting because WWE didn't tag TNA or Impact Wrestling when they put the tweet out. But people are like, what is this whole forbidden door? What's going on here? What's the plan here? But I don't think it's going to lead to much. I think it's just a one-time deal. Entrant number one is Cactus Jack. Cactus Jack Manson. Covered Foley Flair. We've covered, what, Foley, Edge, Dreamer and Funk. One Night Stands. Kane, Mankind from Survivor Series. Hell in the Cell against Taker. Like, we've done so much Mick Foley. He's a good dude. And it's mm. good to have... We cover this dude. All right? <clears throat> Who's number two? Who is number two? Well, they actually don't have a screen, like, showing a, a, no. know, a package video saying, you know, Terry Funk or Ch no. Chainsaw Charlie or Stone Cold. It's just simply the, the song will hit. Good Lord. That's his theme. That's his theme music right there is the Chainsaw. You mentioned going to a wrestling show and you get to see, you know... He looks but, like Leatherface. Yes. <laughs> What's the white stuff? Good question. <laughs> I need to hide my disguise a little bit more. Give me some flour and just pat it on the face. Oh my god, there was sparks. Oh, there was sparks. Holy shit. Yeah. Funny note, I actually think I have the same chainsaw. I have a Ryobi chainsaw and it looks very similar to that. I have one of those too. Hmm. 
I, four I steel chairs, a chainsaw, and a trash can lid. Oh. <clears throat> what is going on? Watch, watch these chair shots. They're just, yeah, this is, what's the communication? Hit me, Mick. That's it. No, wait, no. Here Hang we go. On. Just, just give me a minute. <laughs> Mick, I need to pick up the shit. <laughs> yeah, good idea, Jack. Don't oh, grab that. Sin. Grab it. No, I always, <laughs> I always reflect back on this, this match because I feel bad for Jack Doan. Do you remember what happened to him in this match? No, what? He got a severe concussion. From who? You have to wait and see. Okay. When, when someone gets thrown out, he gets he got knocked out cold. For real? Yeah, someone oh, lands I did not on him. Know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where did the the oh, fishnet I... stocking go? Did that pop off? He ripped it off. It's still on his head, I think. It's still wrapped around his head there, but he, he took it off his face. I always have bandana. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Now it's your turn. You do it. Jesus. You do it to me. What did Jerry the King Louis say? He just knocked the funk out of him. Yeah. Unprotected chair shots. Well, look at them, though. Just, God's sake, mate. Look at the dent. <sighs> but you know what the beautiful thing about these two is? These two men, they're looking after each other. Oh, yeah. You could tell that they, you know, those chair shots, they look brutal. What's the angle of it? He was actually mm. no, like, I'm not going to hurt my friend Cactus. Yeah. Well, they've had wars. Like, we covered their barbed wire death match in New Japan, or all Japan, years ago, so. Who is now, this gentleman? No, I think it's, let me look up, I'm going to get my notes up to see who it was. Yep. I think it was, yeah, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. It was his first and only pay-per-view appearance in the WWE as well. Good growth. That, that, he's gone. Yeah, he was um, Salvador Sincere, I remember. And he was also in ECW with Johnny Gunn in the old time as well. But that's over. That's it. That's all you get from him tonight. 12 seconds. Wow. Mm. He got himself all tanned up, all oiled up, <laughs> and to have 12 seconds in the ring, get, got the sh- shit beat out of him by a, cra- by a bunch of crazies. And then he's like, yep, that's it. See you later, guys. Look at all these chairs. Yep. It's back like memories of the O one rumble. You know when Kane and Austin had chairs and Raven brought weapons out and Taz and Yeah, it was all, oh no. Oh no. Look at this, man. Great, su- great <laughs> suplex. Great standing suplex. Oh, will I be able to function normally? No. <laughs> yeah, hip. Yeah. Just realize his mask is back down. Yeah, he put it down when he was about to hit the pole driver on him. Yeah. It was it was a wrap around his head like a bandana. Chainsaw Charlie. When did I'm gonna actually read up when did he actually debut the gimmick? Because I remember he had a match against Foley. I think it was he and I think he was trying to the outlaws were going after. Yeah. Well they I won the tag that, belts, I believe, at WrestleMania that same year. Here he comes. I see champs out next. That's right. So it says here, Funk debuted Ooh. in the WWF on December 29th, 1997, as the masked Chainsaw Charlie, although his true identity was soon acknowledged by the announcers, teaming with Mick Foley, who was under his Cactus Jack persona. 
Charlie and Gunn began feuding with the New Age Outlaws, and they were defeated by them on January 26th episode of Raw by DQ, and led to another of matches. But didn't he, he was in the um, No Way Out matchup. Mm-hmm. Funk was in the main event with Cactus and Stone Cold and Vega against DX. That's right. That's right. Wow. Like two eras meeting there, the Rock and Funk. Yes, that's right. Hmm. Oh, look at Rock. Oh. He sells that so well, too. And a year from then, from the next Royal Rumble in 1999, these two would be having an I Quit match. And yeah. Rock would get a little bit a little bit carried away with his couple of chair shots towards old uh, Mankind. And if you'd like to check out more about that, guys, we actually covered that. We actually watched that match. Uh, Backward, we covered the 1999 Royal Rumble and that matchup way back in like the TBK vault guys I'm thinking like maybe early 2017 we did a watch along to that and that was a really brutal matchup when you think of like when you've watched Beyond the Mat where Foley goes into detail if you read his books as well you know even some of the shoot interviews he's done the damage that took place there but um yeah that Rock and Mick very very storied history we got Mosh so Mosh is oh, coming up number. Is this number five already? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and, uh, yeah, yes. no, it's five. I've got five. my list here. Yeah. Yes. yes, you're right, because El Silver is... Good we haven't God, had a lot of go. Mosh, have we? Had a, we haven't had a lot of headbangers when I think of our time period that we've covered. We don't think we've done much of Mosh. We've done... We may have discussed Chaz and when he was with Dilo, but we didn't do... We've never really covered a lot of the headbangers. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they've been on our... I mean, they could have been, but I can't really recall. I think maybe the 97 97 Survivor Series they did. But do you remember when they came back in 2016? Yeah. Mm, On SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah, it was what, Shane and Daniel Bryan's SmackDown when they had the uh, tag belt tournament. They were in the opening round, I think, against American Alpha. That's right. Fun going up top rope. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here we go. Misses completely. <laughs> and watch, watch this get up. Okay, it's not punching yet. Yeah, you didn't hit yeah. me, so... Yeah. Oh, oh shit. But he's doing the... <clears throat> Is Funk all right? He's acting like JYD. Yeah, he headbutton. Yeah, <laughs> on the ground. I was waiting for him to turn around and start pissing on him, just like... um. Rick Steiner. He actually gets a long run. Chainsaw Charlie gets 25 minutes, hell. Which is crazy when you think about it. Oh, it's Minion. That fiddle music, man. That little bit of fiddle. <laughs> oh, they won the tag straps, didn't they? I think they did the Godwins. Yeah, like yeah. 97 timeline. Who was their uh, former manager? Who came out with them? What was his name? He's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, Hillbilly Jim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Then the LOD took him out, and uh, he. No, I think. No, they took him out and said, You're no longer part of us. Mm. And I think it. Not Minion, but I think uh, Vidius mm. um, fell on his head from the LOD. And I think it was back in 97 or maybe 98. One of the pig farmers got dropped on their head legit. 
I think it was Henry O. I think it was Henry. Yeah, Henry O. That's right. Henry O. Had to have some time off. Yeah, because yeah, Phineas would become what minion and do that gimmick and then do naked Midian in two thousand. But what was it? We actually covered a matchup when what was it? Midian was called Tex Slashinger in what WCW when he took on the Boss Man when he was the Guardian back in like ninety four. Shanghai Pierce and Tex Slashinger. Yeah, because Shanghai yep. was Henry, and yeah, yes. Tex was um, Phineas. Yeah, Shanghai Pierce. Here we go. Who's next? So this is entrant number seven we've got coming out here. And this guy gets a 30-minute run in this matchup, which is crazy. Eight ball. Hmm. But see, like, see the first eight that have come out? they've all got a storyline like you know what they're yeah. doing at this current time they've all got a rival that they're working with where you'll watch this rumble when it comes up and then a few next few weeks guys you know does everyone have a storyline are you just filling up the ring like are you just filling up the 30 j- just for the sake of filling it up because you've got you know your, your top five that you want to win it but oh yeah it's, it was a, oh, it was out cactus is out cactus is out cactus is um, our second elimination Okay, yeah, you, you know, I was thinking about what you were saying about the Royal Rumble this year for the McMahon's. Mm. Well, I think most of the women's has actually got more of a like a mm. storyline behind it because Charlotte's the going to be sort of if it, if if they do it right, make her the make her number one like they did with Brock. Yeah, and make her do go the distance and give her the yeah. win. Well, I was going like to say, you know, it would be interesting to make it the champion win. <clears throat> And then she yeah. can choose to say, I want to go to Raw and take on Becky or whatever. But I think the men's oh. one, there really isn't anyone I think think of now that's jumping out that's like, oh, yep, that's who Roman's going to face or that's who Brock is going to face at WrestleMania. But there's lots of rumours out there that they're thinking of doing Roman Brock at Mania for nothing, for no belt, just doing a one-on-one match. So there's a plan to get the straps off both of them. So maybe Seth gets the belt from Roman and then maybe Lashley gets the belt off Brock at the Rumble and you have two separate, you know, new or three rivalries come out of it because you can do Roman Brock Mania, Lashley someone else, Seth somebody else. Jack Bradshaw. Number uh, eight. Yes. That's another thing. See, Bradshaw gets 35 minutes in this matchup. Like, you think a lot of these mid-card-based guys that aren't in the main title picture get a really long run in this matchup. That's right. Yeah, going back to what you said about WrestleMania, you know, they could probably do it. Mm. Quite possibly. Um, if they want to go down that path. I mean, it's too nice this year, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah. Jeez. That's one of the Harris brothers, eh? Yes. Hmm. I see the um, Nazi tattoo on him yet, so... <laughs> what, Gerard and Patrick in WCW? Did they have the same name in um, TNA? No, they're just the Harris the brothers. They were called Ron and Don Harris. Yeah. That's it, Ron and Don. And they were in ECW, they were the Bruise Twins as well, when they both had hair. That's right. Yeah. Yes. 
I don't know what they're doing now. I know they worked for TNA for quite a long time and Jeff Jarrett was there. Yeah. But well, <clears throat> I think Russo wanted to do more with them in the company. And again, I think was it Vince McMahon was like, you keep telling me what to do and telling me about these guys, but I'm not interested. Mm. Yeah. Look at Tyson jumping up. Yeah, Tyson at this time you found out is a huge fan of Owen Hart. Mm. And Jim Cornette here with the racket. Yeah, because uh, Jeff Jarrett was the North American champion of the NWA yes, at this was. time period. Yes, yeah. he is. Because this is during that time period where they were trying to do like a working relationship with NWA, and they had what I think the tag team champs, which was Bart Gunn and Billy uh, Bart Gunn and um, Hardcore Holly. Yep. When he was called Bart Bomba- yeah, yeah. Bombastic yeah. Bob was his name, and Bodacious Bill correct. or something like that. Yeah. And then you had Dan Seven come in as the NWA World Champion and have a few matches as well. So, does Owen get in the ring? So, Owen is an entrant. So, he's technically entrant nine, but they're going to sell that he's injured now. So, yeah, you'll have another 60 ring, seconds. No, no, he will eventually, nah. but not now. Yep. Because, um, yeah, Mike Tyson, got, he got super excited to see Owen. Hmm. Very. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Here we go. That, that was a pretty quick 60 seconds. You should know all about that. What do you mean by that, Al? No, I'll just leave it like that. I'll let everyone have a cheeky laugh while listening to that. You know, for some men, it's a problem, Al, and you're making fun of them. You know what you are? What's that? A problem. Ah. I was going to say, am I the problem child? Problem child? Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't say that. You gave mum and dad the first grandkids, so you know, they love you, Mo. They love you a lot, they do, for doing that. They don't tell me, so... They don't need to. They always tell me I'm the favourite anyway. No, no. Look, he's, he's out the front. Don't uh, close the curtain. Close the curtain. Don't open the door. For it. <laughs> yeah, he probably he probably wants something. What does he want now? <laughs> Get me the wallet. Come on. Get the wallet out. <laughs> Get go up and get the jar and hide the or hide all the really good ornaments and hide all the really good um the spoons and knives and forks and the cutlery. Okay. Get all the plates, all the nice plates, and put them away because he's going to come in here looking for them. Steve Blackman here with a hairy chest. Very hairy chest. <clears throat> that we're in up to entrant number 10, and we've only had two eliminations this whole time. That's right. Yeah, no mucking around here. They uh, they want to keep Tom, them in the Tom ring. Tom Brady and Cactus Jack, they're the only two that have gone out. I was going to have a laugh and think it's like when you play the 2K game and the rig is just full of everybody and you're freaking out when you're trying to win a Royal Rumble and everyone's Love like, it. <laughs> eight I people. Shit, let go of me. I love that shit. I'm hitting cancel. Just... <laughs> I'm doing all the games. <laughs> uh, when do we get 2K22? When was, when I, I, think it's, I think it's probably going to go November. I reckon they'll tear it cool. up for Survivor Series. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's funny. 
I love that shit. I love the anxiety of it, of playing a video game like that. <laughs> and, you know, inside you're shitting yourself, and you get eliminated. You're like, oh fuck, because you thought it was a really good idea to come into the ring and be number one as the big show, and you think you can get right through it, and then you realise, <laughs> nope, that was a mistake. You forgot to turn on the weight ability, and then everyone's gorilla pressing you. <laughs> <laughs> and throw you out. You Shit. left it on legend. You left it on legends mode. So you, you thought you'd try legends mode to be a big man, and then you realise, oh shit, this was a mistake. I remember No Mercy in WrestleMania 2000 was unforgiving. It's like if you were leaning against the rope, they would run into his clothesline you. You go over. Like oh what? There's yep. no little. There's no mini game between you and your opponent. You are out. Oh okay. Damn it. To, yeah, any of the newer like the newest games like 2K19. If your opponent's got a finisher and they get you, you're out. Mm. You can't counter it. You're effed. You're, you're going over that top rope one way or another. Look, we see the nation fighting here. Deal on yes. the rock. What, what yeah, do you I think of that? Because I, I wasn't really for this when it happened. What do you think? What's that? Well, the nation fighting themselves from within. Like, you, you would think you're a team. It would be good if you guys work together to kind of control the rumble. Well, no, no, no. If you saw the video package that we saw about an hour ago, there was tension in the ranks yeah. about it. Because the Rock said, I'm going to win it. And everyone was like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. You ain't winning shit. I'm the one. I'm going to be the number one. So that's why they're doing it. Right. Here comes Kurgan. Well, they say what? seven foot tall. What's he doing? Kurgan <laughs> was like, <laughs> sorry, Funk was like, oh, give me your hand, Sean. I'll take you to the promised land. Just give me your hand, please. Seven foot tall, 350 pounds. Look at him. Bradshaw hits him, doesn't sell. No. What are you doing? Just guess, what are you doing? <laughs> there, are some, there are some big dudes in the ring here. Well, Krugan gets about three minutes in this rumble, but he's pretty impactful. Like, this is after the whole... What was the team called? It was... um, oh, What was the team with the Jackal? The... um. The Truth Commission. Commission, yes. Yeah, what was what, Don't Recon collate. and... Yeah, it was Recon and Sniper. <laughs> what, the Interrogator? What the hell, Blackman missed that kick. Yeah, he did. Oh, shit. Do it again. I don't want to. Uh, it hurt. You see that close on from hell there to from Bradshaw to um, The Rock? Just decked him. Killed him. <laughs> there is a big gentleman up there in grey... He is a big boy. He is, I can He's see him. Le- looks like that dude's head's coming out of him down the bottom. It's like yeah, I know. <laughs> My goodness. He is a big gentleman. I'm taking this seat and I'm there's, not moving. There's a lot of people with their arms crossed and they just don't look very invested. Yeah. They want oh Austin. I think it's all built on around Stone Cold, I reckon. I like how Mero thinks it's for him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's, hey, babe, can you just stay back here, please? Good gravy. I will say, Mero annoys the shit out of me in this match. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's constantly just um, shadowboxing, constantly. <clears throat> oh, so you want to see him really hitting people? No, but, like, he'll go away from everybody and just shadowbox yeah. by himself. And I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. You see too much of yourself in him, right? True. I'm a great motivational yeah, speaker, so... Hey guys, what's going on? My name's Tom, and tonight I'd just like to tell you all about my uh, who I am and what I do. 
That's you just shadow boxing as you're talking. There's no one there in the show, but yeah. I'm just doing an online show. If everyone could come in now and turn off your microphones and let me talk. I'll just, I'll, standing I'll, up. I'll just I'll give you a few minutes to join in. No one's in yet, but okay, I'm no, good. But you can still watch me shadow box. Guess what I do? Put your guard up, put your guard up. <laughs> oh, my elbow there, it hurt. <clears throat> oh, Al, Alan's all breathing heavy now. Too much. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> right. I'm going to put myself on mute for a minute. Hang on. Oh, Alan. Alan's going. He just got up, guys. He's getting a drink. He's, he's got a cold compress now, guys. He's uh, straight. <laughs> yep, he's lying down. Shit, with my phone. Triple zero. Yeah, uh, my brother needs help. He's up. Here we go. You all right, Al? That was too much. Uh, oh, Shamrock. So we had uh, Blackman was just eliminated. Shamrock coming in at entry number 14. And they're trying to say that um, the person that attacked Stone Cold earlier was Ken Shamrock, is what Jerry the King Lawyer is saying. Bloody bastard. That's a pack. Is that, how many things in that room? Like 10? Oh. oh. Bye-bye, Kruger. Go, look, let's look at the rock. I'm one in two. I helped. I helped. I love how even on the actual result page, it says that rock did that. Where rock just did a little push. He's counted as eliminating Krugan. That's right. No, there's a guy in the yellow jacket over there yelling at the person in the crowd. What happened? What, slapped him or something? No, there's a sign that he must have had. Ooh, I wonder what was on the sign. Probably like Hulk Hogan or WCW or something. No, there's a group of guys over on the hard cam. There's a guy with a cardboard sign that says Nitro sucks. Yeah. Bradshaw looks confused, like, <laughs> you have a turn, I'm tired for a second. Look yeah, at there's too much people in the, yeah, there's too much people in the ring, and yeah. he just wants to be, oh my god, what a kick in the face. They can't work properly. Nah. See, look at 8-Ball, what, what am I doing now? I'll, I'll go work Bradshaw. People's again. elbow. People's elbow on Chainsaw But what's Charlie. the crowd, though? Look, the crowd do nothing, listen. Nothing. There's a couple of dudes. The NWO guys over there. Well, he does two people's elbows in this match, and both of them get little to no reaction. Hey, Thrasher! Now, Thrasher actually gets a pretty good run. He actually gets 28 minutes in this one out. 28 minutes from now. So he gets a pretty good run, and this run was less than an hour, so... Good God. Jesus, look at Bradshaw. I want you to come here. Come here, boy. Look at this, guys. It's like he's missing he, his he teeth. He was going to... Do you see that? Yeah, Dilo's missing, like, three teeth at the top there. He is. He is. He says, clothesline. It's strange, like, even looking there, what, Bradshaw and Midian, you get the former, what, Ministry of Darkness. Yes. Within a, year, you know, within a year's time with The Undertaker. Yes, the higher power. Mm. Mr. McMahon. Well, it was, what, it was Rumble 99. Who did they kidnap from the Rumble match? Was it Bon? No, um, Viscera. Or he was... Um, Viscera. Viscera. What was he called back then, though? He wasn't... Oh, Mabel. Mabel. He was Mabel. Yeah. Mabel. <clears throat> yeah, they carried him backstage and then turned him into um, yeah, Viscera within the next few weeks. Yeah, because he attacked um, 
Mick Foley on mm. Sunday Night Heat. That, yeah. That's how he made his return. I just realised we're actually at the halfway point because Thrasher was 15. Jeez. So 15 down, 15 to go, guys. And we've only had right. a total of, I think, I think it's five eliminations so far. That's it. Hmm. I love that everyone, every now and again, this is for Austin's mm. music. I... They all kind of pause for a second. It's Mankind. Yeah, we've got double duty for Mick Foley. Yes. We were having a laugh the other day, guys. We popped over to our parents' house, and we actually rediscovered our old WWE figurine collection, and we found the old Mankind figurine. Yes. Yeah, this exact version. Oh. Um chainsaws out with his pants down with his pants down <laughs> half his ass hanging out of his pants so you think that so Funk goes out there that's 25 minutes 19 seconds Funk got he was entrant number 2 so the longest so far now is The Rock yes right because he came as uh, number 4 It's very much like in the last few years of Royal Rumbles. It's been like there's actually like like sometimes two to three Rumbles in the same match. Like they have these first 10, they tell a story. And then 10 to 20, they will tell a story. And then 20 to 30, they tell a story. Where it's like, you know, that's what I've spotted in recent times. There's more individual things going on in one match. Where this one just feels very different because it's just continuous. It's the same people, really, from start to finish. Like you said before, everyone has a storyline. Mm. Yeah. Where I think, if you think of Rumble of last year, it was just Brock Lesnar throwing people out for 20 minutes. Mm. And then as soon as Drew McIntyre came in, kicked him out and threw him over the top rope, that's where it got interesting. Oh, my Lord. What the? Wow. Goldust changed up. He's had a light change. <laughs> he's got. He's still got his. He's changed his thong, and he's put on a brazier. And he's changed his face paint from green to red. That is correct. Yeah, and I think he took off the orange boots, did he? Or is he nice? No, he's got them underneath. He's just got the tights over there. <laughs> he's, he's got fishnet. He's got fishnet under there as well, too. Good lord. He. he <clears throat> What an interesting costume and what he's wearing there. It's a good character. Like, I've always enjoyed Goldust. Like, Dustin Rhodes, I didn't watch a lot of Dustin. Like, again, you know, coming in at this time period, we watched the eccentricness of Goldust. You know, a little bit of him with Booker T, you know, the 03 time, 02 time period against the, you know, Evolution group and, you know, really reinventing himself with that feud with Cody, you know, against, um, what was it, Double or Nothing 2019, and and now it's become, yeah, a mainstay that we have in AEW. Oh, Mankind's out. Oh, oh he's looking over at Sable. So Mankind oh. got in there for two minutes and seven seconds. I want to see the pretty lady. I want to see the pretty lady with the blonde hair. It's like, you need to go, alright? Just, you need to go. You need to stop. I will call the manager. Number 18. And Goldust gets 26 minutes in this match? What? Yeah. Crazy. 
Yeah, so we have the North oh. American champion, which actually also be known as the Eight. National. Ah, great. It was the uh, National Heavyweight Championship at, at some point too, but when I think of North American champion, I think of what NXT North American Championship. That's what it is. My world, my world. What do you think about Ponytail Jeff Jarrett? He's a, the character of Jeff Jarrett, absolute douchebag, cannot stand. The man <laughs> who has a podcast and tells great stories and is a story maker and a, score, a storyteller, fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I want yeah, to. Here comes the black heart. Look at the crowd getting off their feet now. Oh, yeah, it's Owen. Was totally over at the start. Watch Mark. Look at Mark Mero. Doesn't just getting in close. Yeah, that's it. I wouldn't get him. He, he just hangs around now. Just keep your eye on Mero during this whole sequence. It's not like about fifteen seconds long, but he just, <laughs> just look at him chatting on the sides. Keep going. Yep. Getting close. Look, I'll, I'll move back. Yep. Crazy. Oh, great. oh. that's like Xbox style spinning heel kick. Yep, that's right. I was going to say, where's X-Pac? But then I'm like, yeah, he would have been in WCW with the NWO. No, we wouldn't see. That's right. We wouldn't see um, mm. X-Pac until, oh, oh, my God, skin in that cat. So good. Look at the crowd. Yeah. Goodbye. That's the thing, like, you know, we never got to see that. We never got to see Owen as the World Wrestling Federation champion. Everything but that. Oh, Lord. I look what? behind him, though. <laughs> Wait a minute, what, what, what's that all about? So... hair slick back. Hunter was 19, but Hunter got injured on a house show. So they called right. in Honky Tonk to take the seat, to take the spot. He got injured actually taking on Owen Hart on a house show match. Shamrock's out. <laughs> oh. Just flips off Hunter. <laughs> Look at that permed hair of Triple H. <laughs> it's all crimped up and yep, straightened backstage and oh, oh shit! Look out! Got the cane here. Triple H breaks the crutch over the back and Owen Hart gets thrown out. Just Jesus, oh. that's bro- that's broken. Look at how sharp that is. Yep, the condom flew off. No, stop calling it that. It's it's the proper terminology. Grow up. <laughs> he he shoves Pat Patterson, and he shoves Pat Patterson as he leaves too. Yeah. What an ir- arrogant ass! You tell him, Jr. Here we go. How long do you think Honky Tonk Man gets out? Probably a good 10 minutes. 1955. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, the, and he falls over. Fell. <laughs> I have to laugh. <laughs> Anytime someone slips, you have to laugh, everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah, jacked up. It's Big T. Big T. I'm Ben Johnson. <laughs> For some Man, reason, I teamed up with uh, Stevie Ray in, in WCW. And I beat Booker T yeah. and took his tea. 
That's right. He took the T off Booker T. Yeah. <laughs> He's just called Booker. He's coming out really slow, isn't he? Look, he's got two earrings in his ears. That's very dangerous, that is. That, mm. Those trunks are right up, in, up the butt crack, that is, too. Oh, man, Johnson, man. He's a guy I thought would have won the championship. And he would have killed the person in the ring to get it. <laughs> I remember there was a scenario where there was talks of a taker and Ahmed feud for the belt back in 97, so... Mm. Oh, Jesus. Poor yeah. Undertaker. What are they going to show us? Oh, Shamrock. Yeah, because it's a, a low blow by The Rock. What's this here? Rock's on the ground. Low blow. And over goes Shamrock. Is that a bad yep, knock? there we go. He didn't win the belt. Got probably going to get fined. Got punched in the groin. Chucked out of the rumble. That's why he did. He should have misbehaved. Number 21 coming out now. Nation. Oh, no, I'm a nation. And smile, smiling up. The actual chocolate. The actual chocolate. It's a pointless. Sammy, Sammy the transvestite. Ah, Riso. Ain't that great. I did laugh when he was smiling when he came out and then he saw everyone was booing him and he went, fuck you. Out. <laughs> But he'd come out, though, smiling, hands on his hips, smiled, yes. and then just slipped him off. Anyway, he was a... He was a face. He was an Olympian. And he was... Yeah, because he... Uh, against your lawyer. Yeah. yeah. You were saying? No, just, like, crazy to think. Like, we think of all the rumbles that we watched over the years. Like, usually by now, there's been a lot of big men in. Cully, yes. Big Show, Taker, Kane... But, like, here, you've really kind of had, would you say, what, 8-Ball, Krugan had his spot, but there really isn't the jacked-up, you know, seven-foot-tall guys. It's a lot more of the, you know, the mixed talent of, you know, different sizes. See, look at him. Look at shadow boxing, Mark Merrow, look. Is that because you're looking at him? You can't stand him because you see yourself in him? No, it's just that he's in the centre of the ring. That's why he's, that's his gimmick. Oh, yeah! I don't know where the powder came from, but <laughs> yeah. Who? Oh, that—that—that's so far up his crack. What are you doing? <laughs> that was a serious wedge. Yeah. Who's this? Now this was originally meant to be Skull, but remember he got jumped backstage by the Pecores. Yes. Yeah. So he's it. not coming out. Yeah. So he, this would have been Skull, but people thought it was Stone Cold because supposedly Shamrock took out Stone Cold. But this was meant to be Skull. Oh, Ahmed. Oh, yeah. there we go. Ahmed. A, that was a very short... Really didn't do much for Ahmed in that whole rumble at all. There, it there, it there. See, Jack Doan got knocked oh, out. Oh, oh, no. And he talks to him. What she talks to him here, Midian, look. Right there. What are you, and, and, what are you doing? What the? I mean, do you want to break your ankle? Look at that wedge. Oh, look at that. Just cheeky. Cheeks. 
Yeah, watch the watch watch this watch this replay. He it's when uh, Midian went over, his right yeah, leg just slammed him on the back of the head. I had no idea about this. Here we go, watch this. Bang. Kills the referee in the process. Just knocked the F out. Poor fella. Yeah, supposedly he was taken backstage and treated for a severe concussion. Poor little dude. Poor Jack Doan. Poor Pincus. Entrant number 23. Here we go. I didn't realise there were two valets out the front of the ring now, too. We got Sable oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Luna. Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Pull that crap. Pull that wedge out of your ass. Oh, man. For fuck's sake. Oh, man. This is, this is nothing but ass crack. Just look at Karma. Still thick. Look at him. He's a big dude. What was he like? What did they call him when he was on? Uh, was it the prize fighter or something like that? Or the ultimate fighter or something like that? They gave him ultimate, a name. When... Ultimate super fighter or something when he, yeah. he and the Undertaker. And I loved it when he got the Undertaker's urn. He melted it down to a medallion. Oh, when he was a uh, puppet chain. No, no, yeah. no, no. No, no. When he was Karma, the ultimate fighter. Really? Yeah, yeah. He and the Undertaker had a feud for some time. And he stole the Undertaker's urn. And actually melted it down to a to a chain or a medallion, <clears throat> and then right. the Undertaker, yeah, and took the medallion back and actually brought back the urn. It was fantastic. Let's find out what he was called. It was like they were trying to say Ultimate Fighter without saying. Here we go, Karma, the Supreme Fighting Machine. Supreme Fighting Machine, yes. Yeah. Which was inspired by UFC fighter Chemo. Yeah, he was fighting there in the mid-90s. Yep. Hmm. Number 24. I think we all know who this might be, guys. Yeah, watch the crowd now. Watch this. Bang. Just thinking, that old Rumble yeah. set there, was that from WrestleMania 2000? It sure was. Yeah, the old entrance room. Look at the crowd. I love this. Everyone stops. Everybody stops. Like, where is he? Someone's in the corner there that does not care. Yeah, it's Mosh. Yeah, yeah Mosh is like, no, I ain't got no beef right, with him. He's like, I got no beef with him. He's like, I, I, he got kicked in the gut. I love it. <laughs> He's like, but I don't give a shit. Leave me alone. Oh, there you go. And I was thinking too when I was watching this the other day. So crazy to think like Austin's only got one knee brace here. Yes. Like we're so used to him having those big two solid knee braces towards the end of his oh, career, but back here yeah. only got the one. Oh. What was Austin twenty four? Yes, he was. The um, the number that if you know if you're in the Royal Rumble and you come out 24 is the most notorious number of winning it. I thought it was 21. Uh, I've always heard that it was 24 is the uh, the number, the magic. Then yeah, they number. said they said one stat one year number one and number 30 have produced the same amount of people. Yes. Yeah. 
boom. Mero's like, yeah, all that shadow boxing got you nowhere, loser. Look at Tyson. It's Cold Stone. It's Cold Stone. I love Cold Stone. Cold Steve. Stone Austin? <laughs> no, he actually called him Stone. Cold Stone. Yeah, he does it after this when he yeah. gets interviewed after yeah. the match. Yeah. <laughs> With Cold. Oh! Here he comes. Jesus. Got that pride oh, fight messing with a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. The South will rise again. Yeah, the South... <laughs> the, the South will rise again. Different time here. Can't be walking around with a Confederate flag these days. No. To get you in the shit. Well, Henry O, he was the one that kind of was, what, Hunter Hearst Helmsley's first original feud, where they yes. had their pen match, their hog pen match, and one of the old email yes. houses. Yeah. Getting the old slop out. Slop of the pigs. A good thrasher. Oh, I'll go you guys now. Like, I think Thrasher and The Rock and possibly Goldust are the longest so far. Maybe Bradshaw. Bradshaw's been in there for quite a bit. And those of you guys syncing up, we're at 14517, 145.18 on your clock. We are indeed. Jack Jones is still there. There he is. Look there. He looks okay. He looks all right. He's got something on his neck. Yeah, he's got, like, a cold compress or something. <laughs> Vince goes, get your ass back out there. Well, we haven't got enough referees out there. God damn it, get out there. Slap on his ass back and get out of there. Could have got a little person that come out there and be one of the referees. He does have a towel around his neck. Like a cold compress. It looks okay. Yeah. Good on him. I don't care about those vertebrae. Get back out there. God damn it. Get moving. This is Sovio Vega, number 26. Now, now let's, find out this, let's find out this fella now. Oh, look at that back. I'm going to find out this dude's name before he gets chucked he out. He is... Oh, shit. And we have um, Savio Vega, one of the most amazing wrestlers of all time. We do. Oh, stunner. Oh, he, he was going to take the stunner. But he said, so, oh, so Los oh. was here we go. So Los Barricos was Savio Vega, Miguel Piez, yes. Jose yes. Estrada Jr., and Jesus Castillo. Okay. Which one has Ostrada, the head? Estrada uh, Jr., that's cool. Well, Jose Estrada, there was a tag team of them in TNA. They were the yes. SATs, the ones that were yes. taken on the um, Flying Elvises back in the early inception of that. Oh, right in the G, banger. Right in the G. Yeah. Pump handle slam there oh, by Bradshaw. Oh, Just pushes Margaret Henry out of the way. Yeah, see, I just would have liked the nation to have worked together more. Nope, because you saw at the beginning of the show, they that, that unity that they once had is not there because they're all looking out for number one. That's themselves. But I thought, like, I thought it would have been interesting to have them be dominant, and then it gets to a point in the match where they go, "Wait a minute, I want it," and then they fracture. Nah. Yeah. Oh. 
Farouk. Ron yes, we, co- we uh, covered Ron Simmons as the former WCW World Heavyweight Champion last year, guys. We were a few times, a few Saturday yeah. nights and a couple of Halloween Havocs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I do love it when you saw... Um... Oh, you see... Oh. And the rock went out the bottom up. rope, guys. The bottom rope. Yeah, so did Austin. Jesus, uh, Farouk was coming down to the ring. Um, T'Lo Brown actually had his fist up for the the Black Power. Ah, oh, yeah. And <clears throat> but he went by past him, went for Rock, threw him out the ropes, and then started beating up on him. God, you just think of Rock and Austin, like how many feuds and matches they've had. What three WrestleManias? You know, we've covered. The, one of their most famous ones, which was the WrestleMania 17 in Houston, yep. in the Sky Dome. And I watched the uh, WrestleMania 19 the other day with the Rock, Hollywood Rock versus Stone Cold. I just love that. It was a Limp Biscuit song that they used again for their feud. Such Brad a good Hattie. promo. Yeah, I love that. So good. When the, Especially when the Rock does, what are he tips to be at Austin and then turns it to a bird. And I'm like, I love it. Such a good rivalry. They work so good. Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match. Yeah. yeah. He retired after that. Mm. Yeah, 2003. Yep. Like, you think, that's such a mega card, because they had, what, Rock and Austin, had Hogan, Hogan, what is it, McMahon, and then Lesnar Angle, main event. Mick Foley out the man. No, let's do it, love, Tom. Come on. Oh, have mercy. So my question is, would Mick Foley get three paychecks now? Hell no. <laughs> you, you see what's going on with Vince McMahon, the WWE these days? No, no way the Cactus was getting three to, um, paychecks that night. Mm. Was it Gold? So Goldust has been chucked out, and Bradshaw on the opposite side. Jesus. What's Austin doing there? I love how JR's Blue calling dust. him Blue Dust, yeah. Look, another people's was... elbow here by The Rock, which is, the crowd does nothing. Well, again, this is when the move, the move wasn't over at this time. Hmm. Austin just jumps him after the elbow, and now they start clapping. Well, D.L.A. Brown has come out saying that when The Rock did it, it was a joke. It was just a joke yes, thing was. that he used to do, and then it, then it took over. Yep. Hmm. He did it to pop the boys. It made them yeah. laugh to get a, get a rise out of it. We are two hours exactly in, guys. And only two more entrants left. That is correct. And then we have our main event. Sean Michaels and The Undertaker. So who's been the longest? So Rock is definitely the longest, number one. I would say next, because Bradshaw's gone. Conky Top Man's had a bit of a run. Dillo. And now we've got chains. And that's exactly my Jeez. hair, guys. Sadly, that's exactly how my hair looks if I took it out of this bun. It did. Yeah. But you don't look as intimidating as a biker. Oh, I do. I do. When? I'll chuck on my leather vest and my jeans in a second, and I'll, you'll go, holy, oh, shit. Sorry, mate. I'll, I'll back up a bit. Arseless chap's face. With my little tricycle bike. 
three wheels just <laughs> bring 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 a little basket on the front <laughs> that's where i keep my phone that's where i keep my apple phone with the pink case <laughs> with a butterfly on it with the man bag oh shit where i keep my soy milk nice and chill <laughs> you laugh at that but you know i'm right <laughs> oh shit see I am, that's why he's not saying anything guys because he knows that I'm dead set right we know the truth about you mate you can't, you like to keep soy milk in a bag when you drive your bike in the leather chaps don't you mate <laughs> you, you listen to yourself on the radio on your uh, little iPhone over there don't you in your pink case Here's a question for you. Can you name another event that's had chains in it that we've covered? We watched him, I'll give you a clue, we watched him destroy Mighty Whipwreck. Oh, was that one of the ECW shows? Yeah, when he was primetime Brian Lee. He was. Hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, when he took on, uh, what is it, Mikey Whipwreck for the ECW yes. title and had Paulie Dangerously in his corner. And just kept choke slamming everybody. Referee. You think Vader went back and uh, put some deodorant on and, or had a quick shower? I don't think so. <laughs> no. My money is that uh, he went back and took a massive shit, didn't flush, and then put his and then wipe and then put his trunks back on. But even just then, right, Honky Tonk Man just did a double axe handle and so much sweat just, just came off his chest from the one hit. Yeah. So Yes, yes. He goes, honky. <clears throat> well, that's it. That's all 30, guys. One of these guys is going to WrestleMania. I would like to see Brian Lee, because he was fake Undertaker, so he can take on Taker again from SummerSlam 94. Okay. That, um, yeah, if you've got a time machine, you can go back in 2000 and... Uh... No, just sorry, you can go back to 1998 if you can try. Well, who do you think? Who do you think would have been a good opponent? Let's say that Sean is going into the main event. Sean Austin. If it's not Austin, who else would you reckon would give a good run? Vader. Yeah? What, Vader, Sean, Vader, Taker? Both. Either mm. of them would have been great. But <clears throat> at this time, the rocket has been strapped to Austin. Oh, there he goes. There he goes, Thrasher. So Thrasher, that's what I said. He got like 20-something minutes, I think. There he goes. Oh, God. Come on, Mustafa. Yeah, Thrasher got himself in that match for... He actually came in number 15. He was in there for 28 minutes. Good on him. Oh, you think you think of those two, what, the strap matches between Vega and Austin back in 96? Well, we have Savio Vega to thank for um, getting Austin over. He is mm. the man that helped. And even Austin Stone Cold, Steve Williams, Stone Cold Steve Austin, has said that Savio helped him out with all these matches. Yeah. He was a very good talent. Out. Very good talent. Oh, excellent. <clears throat> and there goes Vader. Bye-bye, Vader. Bye-bye, Vader. He's in there for two that's... minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, that's what he... I would imagine the smell in there was enough. Oh, this guy's Godwin. So we're down to seven left now. 
like you know, I would say you know, Rock maybe a little bit too early. Like I wouldn't have said Rock to go for the win. You know, a, a year later, yeah, but he probably already he had his own story going with Shamrock, so it wouldn't have made sense to have Shamrock of uh, Rock win it. Yep. The Austin was always a main. I would probably say Vader as well. You know, if he didn't get chucked out, Vader could have told a good story versus Sean or Taker. Yep. Yep. She's got a Henry trying to lift or Henry out. Wait, wait. Yeah, do it. Come on. He just lifted up Henry. <clears throat> he did. You, get, you need to get out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Henry's like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, okay. I didn't know I was out yet. You didn't even go out, do you? Okay. I love this. I'll Watch how, how dude comes up to him. Like, hey, remember when we were friends? We were tag champs, remember? I'll tag champion. Oh, see you, Chains. Oh. Your final four. Well, Henry's not out yet. He didn't go over the top rope. No, Henry's out. Did he? Yeah. He got he got lifted over the top rope, and then he went to climb back in, and Farouk says, no, 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 I just gave him a simple right hand, and he just jumped down. Oh, okay, that sucked. That's why I was laughing, because <laughs> it wasn't communicated I... properly. Double arm DDT. Did you see what King referred to that as? Well, that's what he called it. Yeah, sweet shin music to the kick to yeah. the ankle and then does the DD2. Yep. And Malibu Claw. Oh, and the family jewels. Farouk is up. Right in the beanbag. Ooh. Final three. Ross and the Rock lays back down. He's smart. Yeah. He's very clever. Look at the smile on his face in the corner there. Here he comes, sneaks up from behind, hoists up Farouk. Farouk has been eliminated. Look at these final two, Rock and Austin. Talking trash to him, flips him off. Austin with the counter. F you, motherfucker, he says there. <clears throat> off the ropes, counters. I love I love the stunner. I love how Rock sells this so well. Kick, stunner, so good. Up and over. Stone cold. Yeah. Stone cold. Stone cold. Stone cold. 55 minutes and 25 seconds. Stone cold wins the 1998 Royal Rumble. Dun, 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 dun. Wow, wow, wow. I'm crazy to think like how Rock would take the stunner in years to come with the, the like, overhead, mass- <laughs> like, the massive backflip, roll, roll back over again, do another flip. Cold you stone, see, you, cold stone. You see Shane putting his coat on, and you see the camera crew getting ready up there to interview Tyson now. Yep. That was a great matchup. Very good. Good match. Wow, look at that. That is a great caricature right there. That's a very good photo. That's mm. oh. a cool looking skull. That's cool. My, if I tried to draw that, my would be really shit. What do you reckon? You're, you not, say it? you're not. You're not one of the best drawers, and if they are, they're little South Park characters to get you in trouble at school. <laughs> yeah, and to disappoint our dad. I brought it up to him the other day, and he he still laughs so hard. 
He's a man. He, he's my man. The, the the cameraman got really close to that elbow. He did. Yeah. Another funny note: no drinking beers. This is all the pre-beer era. Uh, the the beer era. Well, again, they probably told him like, "No, you need to go." Oh my lord! There it is. Cold Stone. Cold Stone is my man. Cold Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like the Undertaker. He's a good man. That that Shawn Michaels. Um, I've got a word for him. It starts with an F. Oh man! When I was watching the Raw after this, and we talked about this off the mic, when you had uh, when Vince brings <laughs> out Tyson before Austin comes here, mm. and he says, uh. Tyson, who are your, some of your favorite superstars in the WWF? And he goes, oh, man, Vince, I love Bruno Sammentino. And then Vince interrupts him quickly to change the name. Because, like, again, Bruno and Vince weren't getting, getting on at that time period. So he quickly diverts. Says, oh, who else? What about this guy? Oh, Can funny. you give us someone current? No, man, I, I, I grew up watching High Chief Pia He was talking about other people. It'd be worse if he said, like, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, I, Roddy Piper, Goldberg. Just all those guys, <laughs> all current WCW talent. I love. I, I have you been watching WCW fans? Vince, I've been watching Hulk Hogan. He's now a bad guy. He wears black. Main event time. Sean Michaels. So this one goes for twenty minutes and thirty seconds, including about a. I think it was like a five to ten minute <laughs> post match spot. But yes. I'm at two eleven two no two eleven thirteen, two eleven fourteen guys, just syncing up for our main event. That's... Michael Cole doing the voice over here for this feud. Yeah, interesting. He's another dude. Uh he's been around for a very long time, Mitchell Cole. Mm. He's also undefeated at WrestleMania. That is true. <laughs> That is very true. That over-the-top rope spot, the air that he gets on that. It was a couple of weeks ago, or sometime last year, JR actually had a show to, about Michael Cole. It was a really good listen, it was, too. Is this on Grilling JR? Yep, sure was. The whole Cole episode, or? A whole Michael Cole episode. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah. It was pretty much, yeah, him putting him over and talking about the matches they had together and um, working together and how he feels mm-hmm. about him now and well he heavily mentored him when JR was gone like when he was couldn't or not on camera he heavily right. you know spoke through you know Michael Cole through the rock uh, the headset during that time yep. in 99 that's so. right I would love to do this actual show this is bad blood same. yeah same My God. This actually wasn't even for the belt, I don't believe. It was just the inaugural Hell in the Cell WWF champion versus The Undertaker. Look at that. And we got our boy Kane for the first mm. night. Yep. Oh. Look at that visual, though. Like, with the how the pyro goes and then the smoke engulfs and how he walks out. It just looks so awesome. Wrestling at its best. 
Mm. It's a male soap opera. Well, Pritchard has said some of his favourite storylines was this. Yes. You know, Pritchard has openly said the Kane Taker saga is one of his favourites because there's been so many highs and lows of it. Like, there's so many things that came out from that storyline. But, I'll, yeah, yep. I'll always love the Brothers of Destruction, either as opponents or as partners, so... Yep, that's right. We actually covered that one back there. That was the one against Kamala. It sure was. We did that last yeah, did... year at Survivor Series 1992. Did you see the gold chain around that the Undertaker was holding? It was the actual urn that was speaking ah. about before. Look at this. I love Hunter. The oversell. Yep. DX rules. I think at this same time period, I think Rick Root is already gone. Yeah. Yeah, because he's the replacement. Hmm. Well, because Rick, Rick Rude was in. He came in, I think, September, and I think he was gone after that. He didn't have a long run. I think it was only, like, two months or something with DX, I believe. Yep. So getting in Taker's mind by saying that Kane is an official DX member, just to stir the pot. Look at that. One-hand chokeslam. Oh, wait, my knee. I can't... Yep. Sweet chin, beautiful. Boom. Oh, the lights are off. This would have been so cool to experience live because you just hear the, you can feel the audience just cheering. But this visual here of like Kane coming to the aid of Taker, Kane heads up the ramp and then kneels down and does Taker's pose. Look at that visual. You can hear the crowd's quiet, and when he returns it, listen to the crowd reaction to Taker's return. Yeah. Well, it's, it's... Look at that. So it's like, wait a minute, are they together? Wait a minute. So they've moved past Bad Blood now, and now they're a unit? Is DX finally going to lose the championship? It's how they rear you in. It's the, it's the hook. This is mm. what they talk about. It's the hook of wrestling, how he gets you. Not the young, not Taz's son, the hook, who likes to go to the clubs and have, you know, <laughs> fillet a booty in his face for dinner. It's the hook of wrestling. Yeah. You see the subtitle just changed, and it said, for the World Wrestling Entertainment Championship. You're watching the subtitles on, are you? Yeah, I usually do, uh, so I can hear some of the commentary. Like, right, hear what they're kind of saying. Okay, cool. Are you ready, Al? Blood Masters. Blood Masters. Just think, Break though, we're, we're two months away from the live performance they did at Mania, so... Can't wait for that. <laughs> One of the worst live I mean, performances. Okay. What, Tyson's version was terrible. Wow, 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 wow. It's good times. I will say the what the uh, the King of Rock one. I didn't really enjoy that DX version, but yeah. Well, they were the, they were bad guys, weren't they? When they had that one, yeah, yeah. So that's was when they feuded um, against um, Kane and Sean Rikishi. Yeah, sorry, Kane's WrestleMania two thousand. Yeah. 
What's your view on Sean now, generally? I like him. Mm-hmm. I like him. Um, I've seen a lot of um, documentaries about him. A lot of people hate his guts. A lot of people love him. Um, at this time, they thought he was the biggest shit on the on the piece of the planet. You know, he's the reason why we don't have the greatest wrestler of all time in the company anymore, and that was Bret Hart. But I think as a character, he you, he's a pretty boy. He's a you know he's a he knows he's <clears throat> pardon me. He knows how to be hated. Mm. Oh. No Hogan, not Savage. Yeah. What do you think of the Adam Cole comparison that people give? No, I I don't see it because Adam Cole's his own person. He doesn't come across... Uh, yes, he does come across as a cocky guy, a very cocky person. But Michaels here is, again, sadly, pilled up and coked up out of his mind here. Mm. I look at Adam Cole, he's not doing that. He's being himself. Um, But, yeah. Michael's returning in, um, what was it, 2002? Was it 2002? Yeah, August August of that year when he won the the SummerSlam match against Triple H. Yeah. Hmm. That was fun to see him return, and he turned turned his life around as well, too. He Hmm. was no longer the, you know, he found God. that's necessarily not for me. I'm not that type of person. But for him to do that and change his life around and actually start living for wrestling again and going out and having fun and being and looking after his family, which is great. It's a good. It's a good feel good story to hear. And I remember he, seeing him at a show. Uh, I think I went with Nathan, and he tagged up with John Cena, and he was actually quite funny because we were we weren't too far from. Him. We can actually hear him talking and making jokes with people in the crowd. You know, he's a good dude. Nice. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool. But this man here, the dead man's amazing. Yeah. It's just weird, We're, yeah. You've had WrestleManias and Roy Rumbles come and go in recent years with no taker, and, you know, you knew that light, that candle was slowly going to flicker out at some point, and... But again, you know, we watched we've watched so many matches, guys. Like some of his WCW stuff, and you know his early Taker run. We actually watched the one when he took on Hogan for the belt at this Tuesday in Texas. And... <laughs> that Sean noise Selling. is fantastic. No, mm. the people in the crowd. There was a guy over there. I want people to go back and look at that. There is a dude with a giant lighter, and he's lighting it up, and the flame goes extremely loud. And as he tries to do it again, the loud boom, he quickly covers his ears and goes down to a fetal position. That was fantastic. We just had, what, Tyson crotch chopping Shawn Michaels in. Yep. Yeah, well, this this was the one where he got hurt. This is known as that match where Shawn is final match in what you'd say four years until he came back in 02 where he had the I think it's yeah, towards the end when he gets thrown over the top rope and hits the casket what the hell was that I don't know what's going on there but yeah <laughs> did he punch a camera guy or I don't know did he I don't let that camera in my face anymore I'm going to just mess it 
that is a very big casket. There is no. Oh, jeez. Earl Hebner gets kicked for his. Yeah, it, the casket's very big. Hmm. It's one of those big old massive, what, um, like the one with Yoko's, yeah, let's say Yoko or Kamala and. He was doing that to Tyson. Remember watching, uh, remember the, the dead, the dead man series on the WWE network, you know, when Taker was retiring and did that series of, uh, videos for a number of weeks where he was watching AJ Styles, Taker, and he says, dude, he reminds me of Sean so similar to Sean I yes. want to work with him and then he had that yes. Boneyard matchup at Mania a few years ago but I can see the similarities I would have loved to have seen that match but it was something that they teased a few years ago um, but Sean was already kind of retiring at that time period so yep well that's probably one of the best things they ever did with the games they ever did mm. was to actually give you that option to go if you can play as the character or sit back and watch the match yeah what if you know Shamrock took on this guy or what if HBK took on AJ or you had you know Brock Lesnar take on Shawn Michaels well CM Punk takes on yeah, Stone Cold there it, is, there it is there there's the injury yep when Shawn yep. went over yeah the Tick. back of the casket and they've still got like 15 more minutes left Kind of reminds you of when Hunter had his throat stopped on by um, RVD in Elimination yes. Chamber and still had like 20 minutes to go. Here we go. Watch this again. Up and over. There. Bang. But it's like the adrenaline in your system just keeps you going. Like Sean would be killing now, but the adrenaline just kicks in and you just keep moving. It's not until you stop later on that all the pain comes in. You kind of wish uh, you're looking at this now. Again, it would have ch- changed Shawn Michaels' story for the rest mm. of his life. But you kind of want, to, if you knew this, you go back and say, "Hey, no, stop the match." Mm. Oh yeah. God! Because really, what you would have Shawn said... Michaels? What would he have looked like? You know, in 1999, what was a 2000 Shawn Michaels like? My money, putting it on, he probably would have diversed over to WCW yeah potentially he would have gone over there to be with um, Sean uh, sorry yeah X-Pac and Razor and Diesel mm. he would have could, you, you, you could have done something where you know Sean challenges Hogan for the leadership of the NWO and you finally do Hogan Sean in WCW like that would have been a dream potential situation there so Oh, there was even at that time if Hogan wanted to leave and go do more of his movies that he was mm. doing, you get Marcus to take over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they battle yeah. for the leadership of the group, yeah. Well, yeah, well... Yeah, it... Kind of yeah. like what you see today in AEW with, like, the elite and the super elite and all the different variations of, you know, Gallows and Anderson and the Young Bucks and Kenny and Adam Cole and, you know, the old Undisputed Era. Like, there's so many groups within it. It would have been interesting what a what a Shawn Michaels storyline would have been if he didn't get injured. Like, who would he have moved on to after the Austin feud? What was Shawn Michaels' April going to look like of 1998? Was it? Would you do an Owen Hart? Would you do a DX tag team run? 
like tag team titles run. Oh. Well, you know what you probably do? You do. Oh God. Michaels leaves at the end of WrestleMania, like he, he would do now. Mm. But he defers over to WCW. Yeah. And he's healthy. He would be yeah. healthy. If, if you again. take a healthy Shawn Michaels, you've got Flair, you've got Hart, you've got Hogan, you've got Hall, you've got Nash, you've got Benoit. Like, you've had so many matches that could have happened at that time period. Goldberg, you could have even done Goldberg and Shawn in WCW at that time. Yeah. Because I think his wife actually was in WCW. She was a Nitro girl at that time period. She, yep, she was. But they were also hinting each other, like Sean and, and Hunter would hint the NWO. The NWO would hint Sean and Hunter on the other products. Like they knew that there was this click there. I think Bischoff got asked on 83 Weeks a good year ago on his show was, was there ever discussions about Sean coming over? And he said, to be honest, I don't think we ever had that discussion. It was never on the table. We never sat down with Sean and, and spoke about an offer. But we yeah. would have been cool. Bit of struggle street, yeah. I think Sean's oh powder. You can actually see the welt on Sean's back too now. Yes. Mm. Saw that before. Oh Jesus. That's like almost too close to the ring too, that that casket. Yeah, big time. Here's a question for you. Favourite taker match? Um, probably I would have to say, of course, everyone's favourite from uh, nineteen uh, ninety-nine is the uh, no, sorry, ninety-eight is the um, King of the Ring against Mankind. Mm. That was a that's an excellent match, even though it, it doesn't really get necessarily, you know, go it's on again, off again, off again, over again, but it's still a fantastic match. I think. One that's totally out of nowhere, and if some people forget about it, the match he had against Jeff Hardy for the championship on Raw. Oh, the, the dead man. Match. Yeah. Yes, the ladder match against Jeff Hardy for the championship match. Mm. That was a good match. And at the end of it, he holds up Jeff's arm, and it's basically just basically just saying right there, you've got this kid. Mm. You're going to be champion in the next year or two. And it, and it happened. It was a shocker. We didn't know. We never thought. I never thought we would see Jeff Hardy as a world heavyweight champion. Mm. What, what about you? Well, I watched an interview with um, what is it, Freddie Prince Jr. and Chris Vanderlyn on his YouTube channel, and that Freddie Prince Jr. used to write for WWE sure in '08 to '09, and he was the one that pushed for Jeff to win the belt. And he said in booking meetings, in production meetings, no one wanted to give Jeff the belt. And I kept yep. pushing it because I knew the story would work. And then for him finally to win the belt at, um, I think it was Armageddon, to finally become champion, he said it was going to happen. And you know, everyone has their own story to tell about what they think about Jeff. Favorite Taker matchup for me? Um, I enjoyed. Well, let me think. There's actually quite a few. I would like to say anything with Kane and Taker. We actually covered last year, guys. We watched Kane take it, WrestleMania 14. That's one of my favorite matches that they've had between the two of them. 
a nice slugfest match that he had was Vince McMahon, Survivor Series 03. That was just a brutal buried alive matchup, smashing him with a shovel. Um, that was a good match. Yeah. And then probably when he first did the American Badass, when he turned heel and took on RVD for the hardcore belt and had that hardcore run and was this pissed off biker taking out JR and all the top faces. But yeah. I would have to say he and Flair. Mania 18. Yeah. Mm. That was a good match. Because I've seen interviews with Ric Flair saying he didn't feel comfortable that night. Mm. And there was a few moments during the match that he fluffed up a spot. And then Mm. Undertaker went, now let's try that again. Let's do it again. And he was so cool, calm and collected with him, which is great. Yeah, they struggled with the last ride. I think they tried it twice yeah. and he couldn't get it and then he finished him with a tombstone. But yeah, he tried twice for a last ride and just couldn't get Flair up. I don't know if Flair wasn't jumping or didn't have the strength to assist, but I remember... I would yeah, probably say the strength. Hmm. My, still, my, my favourite bit was seeing Arn Anderson come out and hmm. Spinebuster, <clears throat> Spinebuster um, the dead man. And you're like, oh, this could get the win. And if again, if you know the Horsemen, and if you if you got you know Jim Crocker Promotions, those days where Flair and Arm are very close, you know they're Horsemen. Look out! What about what about Sean? Favorite match of Sean? Oh, um, it's a it's a small one, but still it, it holds up because of a spot at the end and how it ended. It was a match that he had against Shelton Benjamin. Oh, yeah, on Raw. Mm. And he kicked his head off. And yeah. it was fantastic. Um, probably his match against Bret Hart in the Iron Man match. Fantastic match. Yeah, WrestleMania really 12. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. And... <clears throat> Probably his street fight against Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. Mm. Yeah, featuring what the elbow dropped from the top of the ladder. Straight to hell. Yeah, straight to hell. And at that moment, because you hated Vince McMahon so much at that time. He mm. was he was the devil. And then a month later, Shawn Michaels would team up with God and take on Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon in the tag team match. Mm-hmm. And God even had a theme song. God had a theme song. And, yeah, that mm-hmm. was fun. What about you? Uh, I'll probably say Chris Jericho, Sean. Oh. 19. That was a classic, an instant classic. We saw and, that was, That was great. Yeah. Probably another mania, um, Sean Kurt Angle. That was another oh. classic when they finally faced off. That was a really awesome match, a really good matchup. Um, oh, wow. So probably those, those two stick out. Um, yeah, Kurt versus HBK. You know, Brett, Brett HBK mania was really good, really showed that Sean can go the distance, and it's something that other companies like AEW are doing now. Adam Page, Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega, like doing those long longevity in matches. Um there's a few interesting ones like when he took on Goldberg like just to see the dynamic of Shamrock of Goldberg versus Sean like how different they are finally meeting even if it was just for five minutes just to see those two characters meet um yeah but no it's good 
I think, you know, you look at both these guys, like we've watched so many of their matches over the years on this show, outside this show, but this again was a different era. And both these guys are kind of still doing their own thing. What Sean still works for WWE NXT, I think still with Hunter, but I think Hunter's kind of taken a back step to the whole yeah, NXT Pritchard. 2.0. And, yeah. yeah, I think Pritchard's taken over that now. Hmm. Well, like, I know HBK was interviewed recently about, oh, what do you think about Adam Cole, you know, going over to AEW? And he said, look, you know, I wish Adam all the best. There's no malice that I have to talk about him. He's a great star. Sometimes things don't work out here and don't be unhappy here. You know, if you're happy over there, that's what's important. Do what what your heart's telling you. And if you don't feel like you're going to get what you want to hear, you can either stay and be resentful or you can go and be happy. You know, be with your partner, be with your friends, and do your stuff. So, yep. Mm. Well, yeah, it's What's so true. Stone, stone Cold is a booted. What? Yeah, Stone right. Cold's all a booted. What were you going to say? Maybe. <clears throat> you can sort of tell how they are now. Most of those people that were former WWE superstars and mm. now AEW wrestlers, which is great to see. Um, you can just sell in their work or if you watch any of their wrestling or if you ever watch any of their streams on Twitch it's fun mm. you could tell because you could sort of tell when they were under that WWE blanket it was like don't mention this don't talk to these type of people don't talk I know they're your friends but they're not part mm. of this company now maybe um, don't you know collaborate with them and don't yeah, do don't the, post now, this, don't share that, don't put that picture up, don't mention them. Yeah. Very much yep. walking on eggshells, very weary of your next steps. Now, it's great. Because hmm. Tyler Breeze and uh, Adam Cole and Sean Spears and we'll jump on together and start doing gaming together. Hmm. I think Cesaro's yeah, in that pack there as well, I think. Cesaro, hmm. I mean, I think he's sort of got an allowance as well and yeah. Xavier Woods because that's what he does best well people like Cesaro and stuff are pretty smart because they have their own things outside of it they have their own income yes. so I think he does coffee and stuff now like so yes. you kind of have to be smart and this is probably the types of things I think they kind of teach they do it with sportsmen like what's your next steps after this like if you broke your neck tomorrow what are you going to yep. do what are you going to fall back on do you have another contract or a passion um, so I think in this time, even in, in the COVID world, you need to have something else to step into if something else happens. Great visual there. Uh, um, oh, yeah. Oh, oh gosh, throws him back in over the top rope. Oh, we're in the final few um, minutes, guys. I'm at two thirty-six thirty. Like you were saying about like athletes, about what what's the one thing you're going to have to do afterwards? You know, mm. like we have. Um, AFL, Aussie rules football people, you know you, you start when you're 17 18 and then by the age of 35, maybe even a little bit higher than that mm. you've got to think about you retiring and then doing something else with your life Just for so, some people, that sport is their life, they don't have any other interest all they do is train, train and play train and play, what are your interests outside, you want to be a doctor, sports psychologist you know, sports trainer. What's your next steps going to be? So, mm. and that's why you see a lot of the wrestlers 
normally go over and become trainers or they yeah. start working for the office Jesus it's jump in it holy shit oh my god <laughs> catch me lord So that's it. No. Yeah, I'll put the lid down. Earl, sorry about that. Um, I'll just talk to my sleeve. Just wait one sec. Vince will say something. All right. All right. What am I going to do here? <laughs> T-shirt. 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 Have you got the van ready, Dave? Or... Dave, you got the van ready? <laughs> we got some Austin 316 shirts to really sell. Look at that shot. Look at that. Crawling. Scraping. It's like something out of a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, They're all confused at what to do. I don't know what to do. They're both in there. Oh. Geez, that back would be killing you, even the way you fell out then. Yeah, big time. It kind of makes you think of what the um, Kurt Shane, King of the Ring. Yes. You know when Kurt broke his yes. tailbone at the first part of the match and then goes the glass spot and oh brutal that's such a brutal match when I think about it that, that King of the Ring 01 clash I remember watching it with you at mm. mum and dad's place and then going I wasn't expecting this yeah. why are we getting why are we getting a glass spot this is not meant this what no and, and it's tapped into my brain that mm. one thing Love to know who produced it, like how the mindset came in that we're going to do a glass spot. Like why, why th these two, and why this moment would you allow that? Jumping tombstone pole driver into the casket. Sean is dead. Oh wait, El Hedner goes yep. down. It comes. The outlaws are in. What? And the Barriquas. Why are they there? They're against. They're against the uh, the Undertaker. The Undertaker's the lone gunman. He's got no one to be uh, to help him out. Could be the Latin American DX team. Yeah, they could do it. <laughs> LDX, eh? <laughs> I don't oh, know. shit. I don't know. Here we go. Alan's getting tired, guys. He's just making shit <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm picking up shit and throwing it against the wall and see whatever sticks. It's quarter to one on a, on a Thursday night, guys, so... Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. No. Uh, I've got to drive five hours. <laughs> Here he comes. Look at that, man. Look at that visual cane. That's, that's monster. The absolute monster. Love it. Love the makeup under the eyes. It's awesome. Look, that's such a better cane than what we eventually got with the, you know, the Uncle Fester and... <laughs> I love it. He just walks past Kane. I'm oh, sorry, he walks past Triple H in mm. China. Goes for the Bariquas. Goes for the um, the Outlaws. Do you know this reminds me of this spot? Yeah. Taker's Return. Judgment yes. Day. Yeah. Yes. Judgment Day 2000. Clears out DX and then, yeah, choke slams Hunter and Sean rings the bell. Goes for Stephanie as well, too. That was a great spot. Mm. He was going to choke slam her and then gets attacked. The American badass, eh? Kid Rock. So technically the match is over. Like, as of now, the match is over. I yeah, believe. Yeah, because Undertaker... Because they're taking well, them away. 
Look at everyone in the front, uh, up the front there, closing their ear, covering it. Oh. Oh. No, damn it. Do you reckon there was meant to be a promo spot, Pyro? No, he was tricking him. Hmm. It was a trick. It was a, it, it was a swirl, bro. Ah. Let's make them think the big explosion's gonna happen, and then we're gonna get the swirl of a century. Look at this. Here we go. By the neck. Off the, actually off the ramp here. Choke slam into the casket. Sean gets the win. Well, well, well. Undertaker. Look at that mustache. <laughs> Oof. I don't think that's mustache. I think that's like chocolate milk. <laughs> he had a skull before. But he had one of those really big milkshakes and he doesn't use the straw. He just skulls it. That will happen to hurt. <laughs> oh, the camera's... He's selling that neck too the camera guy falls down. Yeah, China got him a beauty. Ah, <sighs> oh, mate. Look at everyone throwing stuff at Paul. People like yeah, throw no. a sign at him, throw a cup at him. Yeah. Someone's put a sign. Is it? That's my sign. Someone's website or something <laughs> trying to promote their website. Yep. W- WWFScoops.com. Yep. Big time. Security is really beefed up now. Have you noticed mm. that? Look at the padding's been lifted on the mat there. Yeah, it's it's that it's set there as a spot for the fire. Yeah. Dude, this the bloody is bloody is Jesus. The cr- when the cat. <laughs> With yeah, a double double got... bladed axe here. Jesus. God damn. What was it this one? What was it Orton? Orton and uh, his father did this, didn't they? To yeah, take they did it, like thing. No Mercy or something in 06 or something like that. They burned him alive. And Orton nearly got put on fire about it. Then he went to the Survivor Series, won the Survivor Series match. You know, the uh, I think it was five versus five. Mm, Raw versus SmackDown. And, yeah, and uh, everyone's celebrating. And now it comes the Undertaker in a flaming casket. Oh, he looks so... Yeah, because he punches a hole through a big bearded yes. Undertaker and... Yeah. Because he that went on cool. to have a Hell in the Cell, I think, at Armageddon against uh, Orton. And that kind of ended yep. their feud, which went for like a whole year because it started back in like February before they faced off at um, WrestleMania 20. That's right. No, WrestleMania, was it 20? No, 21, I think it was. Hollywood. 21. 21. Yeah. I love here how you JR, go. I love, do you love how JR can smell the gasoline from here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can smell it. <laughs> Goes out. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn. Light it up, boy. Light it up. Oh, that gas on fire. Shit. Yes. Look at the crowd in shock. Do you want move that plastic drum out of the way? <laughs> just blows up <laughs> and that's it and there's your ending guys a burning ending there to Royal Rumble 1998 any comments out before we finish up uh, fantastic show um, I'm really happy that this one got the win out of our uh, TBK 
poll. I mean, yes, the other um, wrestling events were fantastic as well, but I'm generally happy that this one got the W. All right, guys, before we finish up for this month, we want to give a shout-out to not one but two great podcasts. Check these guys out. What's up, everybody? I am the hardest part of the ring, the host of the Apron Bump podcast. Ugh, another wrestling podcast. How many times can I listen to fans tell me who needs a push, who doesn't need a push, who brings Vince's coffee these days? Enough! The Apron Bump is about the journey. It's about nostalgia. It's about discovering new forms of wrestling to really tickle your pickle as a wrestling fan. The podcast brings you reviews of wrestling events all over the world, whether it's WWF, WWE, WCW, ECW. We even cover the golden eras of Ring of Honor, Progress, TNA, and more promotions in the future as well. New episodes every Wednesday. Bump day, huh? Yeah? Go to apronbump.com or go to your favorite podcast platform or YouTube and subscribe today for the most diverse, fan-friendly wrestling podcast in the world. I'm hard. Well, hello there. My name is Ryan, and with me as always is the man, the myth, the legend, the one, the only, Vinny. And we are the hosts of the Front Face Lock Podcast. We are brought to you in part by Lucky 13 Beard Company. You can find them at Lucky13BeardCO.com or on Twitter at Lucky13BeardCO. Here at the Front Face Lock Podcast, we drink, we watch old wrestling pay-per-views, and we give our twisted drunken views on what we are watching. And sometimes, for no reason, we'll go off on a drunken rant about whatever's on our mind. You can find us at anchor.fm slash frontfacelockpodcast or anywhere else you can find a podcast. Instagram and Facebook at frontfacelockpodcast and Twitter at frontfacelock. If there's anything you want to hear, you can email us at frontfacelockpodcast at gmail.com. Well, guys, you know what time it is. Alan's left the room, so I have to give a bit of a readout of our sponsors and affiliates. So Rogue Energy is a premium energy and focus supplement designed to optimize your mental and physical performance. And if you check out RogueEnergy.com and use our promo code 2702 at checkout, you will get 10% off products. Next one I want to talk about is Luxie. So Luxie can enhance your performance with their analog grips. These grips can be used on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and your Nintendo Switch. And if you visit Luxie.com and use the promo code BRO247, that's BRO247, you get a total of 15% off products. Up next is Triumph Chairs. So Triumph Chairs is a gaming chair company specializing in comfort and performance. Visit TriumphChairs.com and use the promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 10% off products. Up next is Clinch Gaming. Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional gaming controllers that you can use on your Xbox and your PlayStation and use our promo code BRO247 on checkout to get 5% off products. Up next is Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee develop coffee recipes custom tailored to gamers creative developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee and lucky last is victoriouseyewear.com so victorious eyewear developed blue white blocking gaming glasses designed to eliminate digital eye strain and help you maintain comfortable and focused visiting uh, victoriouseyewear.com and use the promo code bro247 at checkout gets you 10% off so again shout out there to victorious eyewear 
Player One Coffee, Clinch Gaming, Triumph Chairs, Luxy.com and Rogue Energy. All right, guys, we are back, and we're at the tail end of what has been our, I think it was 71st Wrestling Companion for episode 121 to kick off 2022. In regards to our show, you can download all episodes, including our Wrestling Companions, our uh, Film Companions, and our TBK Vault episodes, all on Apple iTunes, Podbean, uh, I think CastBox, Castro, a range of different podcast networks. You can check us out more directly on our socials, on the Instagram page, The Broadcast Podcast, and more better on Twitter. Slide into those DMs, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Any comments, Al, before we finish up? Thank you again for everyone for taking your time for downloading this podcast yet again. We really do appreciate you. Uh, shout out to you again, Tom, for getting this all organized and running that Twitter. Um, yes, make sure to check out all our affiliates yet, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you very much for listening. And what we're doing next, we don't know. When you guys find out, we'll find out. Peace. As we say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, all. Good night. guys thanks for sticking around now we're going to go back and listen to a classic tbk moment because we're actually going to record this episode which is uh, what's today's date 11th of august we're actually going to do this on the 18th of august yes which is uh the following saturday which is the weekend of summer slam and nxt but alan has a, a, a requirement the following week that he, that he has to go and I said that's cool that's fine well I don't think we have a choice in the matter it's my Jeez, missus there. no no I'm not bringing my missus um, I'd love to oh. do... <laughs> shut the fuck up will you <laughs> that's her saying that yeah. to us but, uh, I'm, but I'm on a show darling I love you I love you I love you I need to be speaking with Tom yeah. that's the idea of the show just, no, that's the idea of the broadcast just, un- <laughs> just unplugs CP. the mic unplugs the mic yeah, <laughs> alright we're going yeah. uh, say so like, bye bye <laughs>